Welcome, everybody, to episode number 28 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Today, with the Super Bowl coming up, we're going to be talking about football games, past, present, and maybe touch on what we want to see in future football games. I mean, we didn't really plan that out, but I'm sure we could discuss it. I have a couple it, of opinions. Yeah, I played Madden 12 for a little bit today, so I have some opinions on what I want to see and what or what would convince me to buy a future Madden game or future football game. So, but before we do that, we got our gaming quick hits. Corey, go ahead. Uh, all right, I have a few quick hits. The first one is IGN's Start Channel, which is its video game themed channel on YouTube, has launched. I planned on watching everything on there. I got around to watching none of it. Did you guys watch any of it? No. Nope. I'm I'm still really interested in it. I've heard good things, so that'll be interesting to say. Mm-hmm. What what exactly is it? It's it's the it's IGN hosting content on YouTube. Video okay. game theme content. I talked about it on here. Some of the, they're going to do like game shows and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that launched on the 31st, which was yesterday because we're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Kazuo Hirai? Har- Har- yep. Japanese. Yep. Sounds good. I see it all the time. I, don't, I never knew how to pronounce it. Uh, was named Sony's next president and C- CEO, replacing Howard Stringer. So, I don't and he came from the video games. Yeah, he was, he was important in developing Sony right. into the monolith that it is today yep eq is also going free to play on its 13th birthday i saw that oh, wow. congratulations happy birthday to everquest a bunch of people wrote wait i thought it already was free to play <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe it wasn't yeah everquest 2 went free to play before the first everquest right. <laughs> i can't believe those people were paying 15 dollars a month for <laughs> 13 the other years thing everybody said they're like wait people still pay 15 dollars a month for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right eric go ahead i have more oh microsoft says no <laughs> new xbox in 2012 which we all kind of expected. Expected, um, And at a recent investors meeting, Nintendo referenced the following games for 3DS release in the next fiscal year, which is April 2012 to March 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, Paper Mario, Luigi's Mansion 2, Mario Tennis, Heroes of Ruin, Dragon Quest Monsters, Kingdom Hearts 3D, Metal Gear Solid 3D, Tekken 3D Prime Edition, Kid Icarus Uprising, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, and a 2D Mario. Mm. Yay! I like that. So they're they're definitely uh, throwing throwing everything at the wall at this cool. point, seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. Like the sounds of that. Yeah, all good games. All I mean. set. Yeah. Eric, go ahead. All right. Uh, actually, just found this one, and only because I know how much you like Dark Souls, Corey. Uh, the creative director. This is from Gamespot. Uh, the creative director, uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. He says that they are probably not going to make a sequel in the Dark Souls Dark Souls universe. Mm. Um, he apologized for technical difficulties. Did you find a lot? No. Huh. I know they exist, though. Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of articles, Dark Souls, such and such glitch, okay. how to get unlimited experience, like stuff like that. Right. But I never, I never encountered any by accident. Does that make you sad? Uh, eh, yes and no. I mean, I, I'm glad they're kind of putting it to bed at its peak. Yeah, you don't want to call duty coming right. out every year. All of a sudden, they run something dry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next one is Gotham City Imposters is uh, set for release next week, which will be it's coming out for PC and PSN on the seventh of February, and Xbox Arcade on the eighth. Mm-hmm. Um, I said last week that I tried it, but there weren't enough people for me to really talk about it, and I forgot to do it this week. Um, but all the comments underneath the article, um, it's getting pretty good reviews from people. They say they're really enjoying it with mm-hmm. their friends. So uh, give it a look. Play the demo if you're interested. 
Um, and my last thing is I just want to mention that Battlefield 3 and FIFA 12 have top 10 million units sold. Wow. Yeah. And, which is double Madden, which is just top 5 million. Really? Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. I thought that I can was see, interesting. I can see FIFA, but I'm kind of surprised by Battlefield. Yeah. Uh, that being said, EA, EA had a net loss of $205 million. <laughs> wow. Louis A. So. Wow. I thought all that was interesting. How do they manage that? I don't know. And it also says, this is also from GameSpot, it says that or, the Origin Digital Distribution Service has 9.3 million user base. Wow. Wow. And raked in 100 million over 2011. Hmm. And, and they still had all that loss. Wow. That's surprising. Yeah, that is. I, mean, they, I know they, they publish a lot of games, but... What did they... Did they have anything come out that just bombed? Probably. NHL 12? <laughs> <laughs> There's one. Well, no, I mean... No, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sell. sell right. Sales. I don't know. Not that I can think of, but then again, I'm, you know... Yeah, I can't think of anything. Oh, well. I'm sure they're out there. We just don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Because they bombed. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. All right, Eric, uh, Will, go ahead. Uh, my first quick hit is that Soul Calibur is getting pounded in the reviews, which Eric will be able to talk about a little bit later. Um, Riff had a new update today, which was today's Wednesday, that the first 20 levels is now free in Rift. You can play if you want to try it out. Uh, you play it for free, up to level 20. And then there's three new Skylander characters in the stores. One is Slam Bam, who is a Yeti, Double Trouble, who is a Mage, and Cinder, who is a Dragon. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. All right. Yeah. Get your Skylander characters. I want it. Dan, I actually did have another one I forgot yeah, about. go ahead. Um, I tweeted on our uh, Thumbstick Athletes Twitter that um, the 1.1.1 patch came out for Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a ton of details. It was from the G4 website. They listed everything that it took care of. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, check out our Twitter. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. Um, I also was going to report on the Rift one, Will. What's, what's <laughs> we should say, though, what's our... Our Twitter address at TS Athletes. Capital TS. Yep. Yep. Capital, Capital TS Athletes. Athletes. <laughs> um, GOG.com or GOG.com is offering 10% off when buying two games in February. They don't want to sell those games alone. So if you if you put two games in your cart and get them at the same time, you get you get 10% off, which is a great deal, especially for how cheap their games yeah, are. It's pretty good. Uh, all their games are DRM free too, which is another bonus. They're like uh, Swedish or something like that. They're not. I thought they were Americans. Uh, no, um, I think Polish. Polish. They're Polish, yeah. Because they get the Witcher games, mm-hmm. even though they're new games. Yeah. Um, and then Bastion is half off this week on Xbox Live. So if you're looking at getting Bastion, uh, this would be the week to do it. Definitely so. do it. Thank yeah. you, because I forgot that one, too. Okay. <laughs> Will, uh, Will, I would have only had one. Yeah. <laughs> Will's review is up on our website for Bastion, so okay. check it out and yeah. then buy the game. Yeah. Yep, if you're interested. Okay, on to our weeks. I guess I'll go first with my way in. Oh yeah. Um, I this week or this morning got on scale two thirty five and a half, so I lost a pound from last week. Uh, it's a little different though because you're not supposed to, you're supposed to weigh yourself the morning of your cheat day because I have a cheat day once a week, and my cheat day was only three days ago. Usually I'll put on like five pounds after a cheat day, <laughs> and I just lost all that like this morning. <laughs> How does that happen? It's mostly like water retention and just all the crap that you eat like mm. just sits in your stomach it, before you get rid of it. It's funny you say that, Dan, because for for my weigh in, I gained a pound. Oh, so did I'm you? back up to 271. Uh-huh. But I went out uh partying this weekend for a friend's birthday and oh, man, Justin who's been on here before. Yeah. 
He really screwed my diet over on me. Uh-oh. And I told him that I blamed him for this because, well, A, the first part was my fault. I was only going to drink liquor, uh-huh. and I just started drinking beer, oh, yeah. and it was just going down easy. Oh, so yeah. I was like, ah, it's cheaper. The more you drink, the yeah. easier it goes down. Right. So we, we we were at a bar, and then we were heading downtown, and he's like, well, let's, let's go down to the pizza joint down there, Pepe's. I was like, ah, all right. So we get to Pepe's, and like they have $3.50 meatball subs. Which and, you're not going to pass up. And fresh pizza, and I'm drunk. Yeah. I was like, give me a slice of pizza and a meatball sub. <laughs> we'll fat down. So at the end of the night, you know, like two, three hours later, he's like, you want to go to the diner? Yeah, I do want to go to the diner. <laughs> nice. I had a breakfast sandwich, some coffee, some home fries. Yeah. I, I didn't even weigh myself the next day because it would have been, like, like you said, yeah. five, six pounds. Crushed more, your but, spirit. Yeah. yeah. In, in diet books I've read, like, if you have a cheat day, people put on as much as 10, 15 pounds after oh, their cheat Christ. day. Oh, my God. And it usually takes two or three days for you to get rid of it. It mm-hmm. goes away really fast. Yeah. But, you know, I just got rid of it this morning. So what I'm going to do for next week is weigh myself on Sunday, which is going to be my cheat day, and that'll be my weight for the week. There you go. But I still ended up with a pound loss, so that's nice. okay. Super Bowl Sunday? Super Bowl Sunday, yes. Yeah. Um, which that's one of the things I want to talk about. Our giant, my, Corey and Will's Giants are in the Super Bowl. So we'll be we'll be rooting for them on Sunday if you're interested. Eric, I know, is rooting <laughs> against the Giants. <laughs> I am, but it's nothing because no, of you. Fellas. It's not against us. Yeah, no, I know. If we, it wasn't for my in-laws, I'd probably be rooting for the Giants. Yeah. Is it is it more rooting against the Giants than rooting for the Patriots? Yeah, yeah. I guess you would say that. Yeah, I don't because my in-laws give me such shit about being a Bills fan. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have the satisfaction yeah. of the Giants winning. Because all in all, I don't really have a problem with the Giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like all the love that Eli's getting this year because people seem to forget his twenty-five interceptions <laughs> last year. Mm. But he did have a great year this year. I'm not going to argue that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like the Patriots either, obviously. Right. And you he, know what that bastard say. Tom Brady did today? What did he do? After I've been saying I'm rooting for the Patriots all week, he, for whatever reason, felt the need to say, he was talking about how his parents, like, support him and come to his games. And he's like, yeah, they even uh, stayed in a hotel in Buffalo. And uh, if any of you have ever stayed in a hotel in Buffalo, you know it's probably not the nicest place. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. God. Like, you son of a bitch. And that's the team you're going to be rooting for kick, on Sunday. Kick a guy when he's down. Why don't you? <laughs> well, don't worry. He'll probably get sacked quite a bit. So I don't want to root for anybody. I'm not even going to watch it. There I'm just going to get drunk. There you go. <laughs> that works. Watch women's volleyball or something. Yeah, something sexy. Wim- women's beach volleyball. Whatever's on ESPN 6. <laughs> ESPN Deportes 6 <laughs> I also wanted to talk briefly about hockey Because I really didn't Ugh. do anything this week But um, I know Eric doesn't want to bring up hockey either But <laughs> I just want to You know I'm a Predators fan And uh, the Predators are 9-1-0 in their last 10 nice. um, They're in the Central Division um, And the Central Division teams Are 1-6 through six. Mm-hmm. Four of the top 6 teams in the Western Conference Are Central Division oh my teams God. Mm. Yeah, so the only reason they're not second and third is because, uh, you know, the one through three are given to the division leaders, so they can't be in those spots because, you know, they're behind Detroit. But Nashville's in fourth right now with 66 points in in, uh, 51 games, I think. Dan, seeing as unless the Sabres go on some kind of mad tear in the second half, I'll be rooting for the Predators. Well, thank you. Minus Jordan Tutu, as we discussed earlier. I probably would even forget he was on the team. There you go. But... Um, what the hell's the matter with the Rangers, Eric? <laughs> uh, I like Dan's style of fandom a little bit more than Will's. He likes to rub it in my face a little bit. Mm. You know it. So All I'll right. root. For it. Plus, like they're in the Western Conference, I have no That's reason true. to not root for them. Yeah, I, I I try not to 
talk crap because I don't think you've ever no because the very instant I start getting cocky and talking crap that's when my teams start losing so um, if the Giants do win the Super Bowl on Sunday I probably will talk a little bit of crap mm-hmm. but it'll probably carry over into next season they won't have a good season next year so it's true you know, but it's but worth it that's how I feel <laughs> I always give a team a five year layoff after yeah. winning a championship which Giants won in 2008 four years ago 2008 yeah. so yeah I got engaged that night yes you did yes you did yeah. Because your wife is a Giants fan. Right, yeah. I didn't so. think they were going to win. Right. I don't think anybody did. No, so I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know what, yeah, I'll ask her to marry me if the Giants win tonight. Yeah. I mean, I'm not upset that I did. But right, right, right. <laughs> but you you were surprised that I you had I was surprised to. at the outcome of the evening. Yes. Yeah. I think the only person that thought the Giants would win that game is Plaxico Barres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because he was sky high. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting ready to shoot himself in the foot or leg. Whatever thigh. thigh, yeah. What an idiot. How does a gun go off in your pocket? Actually, I am predicting the Giants to win this weekend. Yeah. Are you? I, I mean, part of me thinks that the Patriots are going to get their revenge, but I also, like, on paper, why wouldn't the Giants win? Yeah. You know? I well, mean, the, the Patriots have a great offense and Tom Brady, um, but, I mean, Giants are better defensively, and uh, the offense, I think, can, can compete. There's no question. Yeah. Eli's definitely had the better fourth quarter drives this season. Yep. Um, I don't know. My whole thing is the 49ers defense was unbelievably good. Exactly. Unbelievably Yeah, their good. linebackers are insane. Oh, I've never... I, they were everywhere. They were in on every single play, the 49er linebackers. Like, Not even. I, and I and then shocked. the big white guy, Justin Smith. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lineman. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, they were. Their defense was incredible. Yeah. And, I mean, we kept. We, I mean, had a few lucky plays that helped us out. But, sure. you know, we weathered, weathered the storm, I guess. And I, I just. That was one of the most tense games I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I was oh, yeah. stressing out like crazy. And did Alex Smith not look like he'd never played football before in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. He, he was. Very no. ab- he couldn't have been any worse. He made some boners. He got the ball, <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit. What is this thing in my hands? I've never seen it. And, like,. But well, it was the same uh, special teams guy that yeah. fumbled twice, right? You know, the only reason he was playing is because their the starter was hurt. hurt. Yeah. Ted Ginn Jr. Is Ted it? Ginn Jr. I think the 49ers would have won if they hadn't abandoned the running game. Frank Gore was tearing up our... Yeah, yeah he, was. He, was. he was. But they just started throwing the ball, and that's well, when that, the Giants started. That's just started. one of those games where whoever screws up is going to lose. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. Yeah, so. That was definitely a stalemate. Good game, though. I, I think the Super Bowl would be a really good game again. Mm-hmm. But... The Giants are just playing too good. Yeah. Streaking. So. They had that week off, though. You never know. Look what happened to the, the Packers. Yeah, that's true. They look like true. garbage. Well, at least yeah, both teams. Rodgers didn't play the last game either. Right. Yeah, yeah, so he had three weeks off. Yeah, pretty much. Rust. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was all his receivers that were dropping him. Yeah. He didn't play great either, though. Not as good as he could have, no. no. And they don't have a running game. Right. Word. When Aaron Rodgers leads in the rushing for the team, we, we should say we're talking a lot of football because our topic – is, is football is football this yeah. week too? Oh, yeah. So. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so we so we don't mind talking a little more football yeah. than usual. But uh yeah, who wants to go next? I'll go next. Corey, go ahead. I uh, I'm still looking for a job, but in the meantime, I've consumed a ton of media. Uh, pretty much whatever I've been reading, Hunger Games. I read like 200 pages the other day, which was pretty much my whole day. Mm-hmm. It's an easy read. It's for kids, but it's a great book. And the movie's coming out in March, but I think it'll... You guys, none of you guys know anything about it, do you? No. Nope. I downloaded it for Kindle Fire, but yeah, I didn't read it. it. Well, anyway, I personally think it will make a much it would make a much better TV series than a movie, but the movie's coming out in March, so we'll see how that is. Uh, I started watching Glee again. 
I stopped. <laughs> Everybody's just I, staring at I'm me. I'm not going to pick on you because I've been watching The Bachelor. Yeah. So. Uh, I stopped watching in the first season after the Madonna episode for all the Glee fans that are li- also listening to the Thumbstick Athletes. <laughs> all two of you. Um, yeah, so I stopped watching after the Madonna episode because it was just too much cheese. Well, and, yeah. And that was enough for me. And that, that was when it was going on. Um, but my cousin was talking about it the other day and it got me interested. So it, they're all on Netflix. Is your cousin a female or a male? Female. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I just thought it might be Chris. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Chris who was on this show. Yeah. But yeah, I started watching it again and it is just as cheesy as ever. But, you know, I can tolerate it because once again, I appreciate the talent. And I think Leah Michelle is a beautiful, talented woman. And, and, and you I, go into it knowing the cheese. Yes. Right. Yeah. As long as you can, as long as you know, there's going to be a hefty amount of Gouda cheese. Smoked Gouda or regular? Smoked, no, not even smoked. It's too soft. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's, yeah, she's a very talented person and I will watch anything she does. Especially sex tapes. <laughs> is there one of those? How old is she? I don't know. <laughs> Should have thought of that first. <laughs> no, she's, she's of age. I know oh, that. Oh, okay. Because there was uh, some play she did. I can't remember which one. Because she, she comes from a theater background. Yeah. She bears her breast on stage. Oh. So did she's of age. Did anyone on camera? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to Probably search the internet. somewhere. You'd have to search the internet and mm-hmm. try and find it. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that all you got for us? Yeah. Okay. Hey, if you're hiring, give me a call. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be in touch later. <laughs> I'm hiring. Okay. I'll, I'll give Corey a raise. <laughs> we're gonna start I'll, paying you i'll double his salary his current salary because anything times zero is zero. still zero yeah. what's what's a number what's what's negative number times two a bigger negative yes yep. <laughs> i'm gonna start having to give you more you're gonna, you're gonna start me. putting out a little bit more cash there bud all right well how was your week uh it was boring like usual i had the week off from the last podcast and bought nfl blitz and played video games and then about it got to school on monday and hated every minute of it cool yeah, that's about yeah. It. what games you play i forgot to say that we said we were going to say what games we yeah played. i meant to do that too i i bought uh torchlight on uh, xbox live arcade and then i borrowed rage from will so i'll be talking about those later later this episode yeah i uh i played a few games uh i was you know really uh excited for final fantasy 13 too which was coming out this past Tuesday. Uh, so in that, I replayed Final Fantasy VI. Not the whole thing. Um, but what I'm doing when I play it is, because it's my favorite game, and I think it's the best game of all time, mm-hmm. um, I'm playing it to try and find things I don't like. Oh, okay. So it's, it's really fun. Uh, I already found something. Oh. I don't know if you want to talk about that Yeah, at some let's point. do it right now. Uh, okay, so in the very beginning, uh, you play the character of Terra. Yeah. And she has this slave crown on her head, and she's yeah. under control, and she has amnesia and whatever. Uh, they attack the town, and the Esper goes crazy, whatever. Um, and she wakes up in the old man's house. It's mm-hmm. just old man. And he is really the catalyst that sets the wheels of the game in motion, mm-hmm. and that's all you hear from him. Right. That's true, yeah. And that bugs me. And he doesn't even have a name. He's just old man. Yeah, I can see um, that. Later on, when Locke escorts Terra to Figaro... Uh, Locke tells uh, Tara that he is a member of the Returners. Um, and then when they go back later on in the game, he's there, but he's never... Never named. Never named. I mean, really, he saves Tara's life, and uh, he Keep, sets, keeps, sets, her, keeps her safe from, from the guards trying to arrest her. Right. He sets the game in motion, and he all he gets is old man. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's true. 
That's a good point. I, I think a reason I don't like those games like you guys is I have a bitch of a time staying focused on the story. Yeah. I, I hate reading everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm with you 100%. I could, like, the first time I played that game, I'll be honest, I had no idea what was going on in yeah. the story. It took probably three or four playthroughs before I could really, you know, Grasp wrap my head around stuff. Yeah. Well, I have the same problem. I, like, I have my attention span. It, does, it happens yeah. when I read. Like, I have to go yep. back and reread things. Yep. But you can't do that in a video game, so no. you just miss out on it, and it's like... That being said, I feel like now that I'm older... I'm starting to like RPGs more than I used to. Yeah. So, I I mean, I probably still wouldn't love it like you do, but mm-hmm. I, I might be able to play it yeah. at least, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think we should do a Final Fantasy VI episode yeah. once I'm done playing through it. and well, we can, fine. I think, have to play it. You're going to have to. I think it'll be fun to use that kind of perspective to talk about the game because everybody talks about how great it is. I think it'd be fun to pick it apart where it doesn't do well. Yeah. So when we do our episode, we should do that. Okay. Uh, also play Tales of Fantasia, another SNES. Go ahead. Were you no, say something? No, no, oh, uh, another SNES classic RPG. I'll talk about that. I played Hit the Ice. You guys ever heard of that? No. SNES hockey game. Nice. Oh, jeez. Which is interesting. Uh, and Final Fantasy XIII 2, which I've sunk a lot of time into, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about it more at the end. Okay. So. Well, did you talk about what we played? Uh, I played Madden online a couple games and mm-hmm. NFL Blitz, and that's about it. Okay. All right, Eric, how was your week? Pretty good. Um, I got a ton of gaming in, which I'm excited about because I have a lot to talk about later on. I played, uh, I bought Soul Calibur Five, which was the first purchase of my new video game policy of if I feel like I might want to buy it, I'm just going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first purchase in that like line it. of thinking. Yeah. Um, what else did I play? Oh, FIFA. I was very proud of my FIFA accomplishments this week, but I'm not going to share them till later. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I play? Uh, Assassin's Creed Two. Which I'm liking a lot more. And I'm going to talk about that later also. Um, as far as anything outside of video games... Oh, I got Anne-Marie another uh, Skyrim shirt. Yay. I wanted to share that. From T-Fury? Yep, and it says, Eat, Sleep, Slay Dragons. Nice. <laughs> and I showed it to her, and she's like, You know I'm not going to wear that out of the house. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, everyone's going to think I'm a nerd. And I go, <laughs> well, you kind of are a nerd. You've played Skyrim for 240 hours now. I'm like, yeah. you kind of are a nerd. <laughs> the, yeah. the thumbstick athletes faithful would definitely would, acknowledge her as yeah. a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Dan said, just embrace it. Yep. Yeah. You, you got to own it. Let if you the, don't own it, that's when it starts becoming exactly. something people tease you about. Let the flag fly. And I didn't have my exact gamer score last week. I wanted to share that. It is now 17,328. Hey. Which um, I was looking at Skyrim because I want to see how many she's unlocked. And I have all but four of them, I think, because of her. Um, she got a couple more last night. But, yeah. And I got a bunch more on Assassin's Creed and Soul Calibur. Nice. So, A lot of the Soul Calibur ones are online, though. Which I'll talk about later. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's about my week. I had a good video game week. Yeah. I'm excited about Excellent. it. Okay, well, we'll be right back after the break. The music you're going to hear during the break is from Sea and Field, song named La Fair, right? Yeah. Okay, It's uh, it tickled our fancy when we were picking music for this episode, so, you know, we'll play that for you during the <laughs> break. And uh, we'll be right back with our main segment on football video games right after this.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 28 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. As I said before the break, with the Super Bowl coming up, we're going to be talking about football games, both past, present, and maybe even touch on the future a little bit if we, uh, if this doesn't take too long, probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll start off from the beginning, I guess. The this beginning is, of time? Well, no, beginning of football gaming okay. on, the, on the home console. Okay. At least this was the first one I was able to dig up. Um, the game was called Football. Yeah, it was released <laughs> in yeah exactly, uh, nineteen seventy nine by Mattel for uh, in television and Atari twenty six hundred. Um, this game didn't use any official teams or players, uh, even though it had an NFL license. Hmm. But I guess the NFL NFL license was only for its cover, hmm. so I had no NFL anything. It was a five on five side scrolling football game. Uh, the teams were equal strength. The only variable was the player's skill. Wow. in the game so oh, it's just called nfl football it's just called football just called football football wow. i actually have one before that do you yeah what was it uh, atari football for the atari is it 2600 or 2600 2600 2600 yeah uh it was released in 1978 the game was two teams of three going against each other really no yardage markers end zones goal posts <laughs> no field goals extra points interceptions fumbles or going out of bounds i was just gonna say is that the one where you can't go out of bounds yep the tackles were made as soon as the players were in the vicinity of each other <laughs> the players looked like large blocks and the game suffered many problems the sprites would flicker all the time and one would disappear and get like ghost tackles and stuff like that and like ghost catches i did find one similarity to real football uh the Pro Bowl is very similar where the players are tackled as soon as they come near each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was going to say it sounded like NHL 12 to me. I thought that's what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I had uh, this listed before NFL football. Maybe I'm wrong. 10-yard fight? Uh, I have 1985 for 10-yard fight. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll get there then, right? Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, 10-yard fight. Oh, 10-yard uh, fight's next. Yes, it, on my list. I only put – I should say I only put, like, kind of notables. Right. Um, there was a ton of football games. I skipped over a lot of them, mm-hmm. especially when we get into later years with all the Madden Because none games. of them mattered, really. Right. There was not that big of a difference. So I, try, I tried to take down the ones that did something different or, um, you know, were really popular, too. Um, 10-yard fight, uh, 1985 by Nintendo for the NES – uh, arcade game and MSX, which was the early PCs. Um, it was a top-down vertical scrolling game. Uh, no plays were selected. Um, you run the option offense, where you got to choose as the quarterback to run, mm. handoff or pass. College when, after, ball. After, yeah, exactly. After you hike the ball. Um, the Tebow offense. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> It brought football games out of the Atari era and set precedent for future games with somewhat realistic player models. Um, seeing pictures of it, they did look pretty good for 1985. I thought, yeah, um, I was kind of surprised at how how well the the graphics looked. It's uh, the only football right. game where you can get a game over in the middle of the game, because the way it worked, and this is people criticized it for it, was because you had a certain amount of time to gain 10 yards. They didn't. <laughs> I'm not sure if they didn't do downs or however it worked, but if you didn't get a first down within your allotted time, the game was over. <laughs> Even if the score was tied? Oh, yeah. I don't even know. Did it keep score? I think so. I don't know how it works. Wow, that's, that's that game the, sounds fun. This is the interesting uh, tidbit I pulled out of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, moving on to fourth and inches. That's what she said. <laughs> it was <laughs> uh, 1987 by Accolade for Amiga, Commodore 64, 
Apple II, Apple II GS, and DOS. Mm-hmm. It was the first title with strategic play calling where players picked the form. Yeah, where the game player picked the formation for offense and defense and chose from a number of plays in the formation. Now, was this 11 on 11? Yes, yeah, I so was, was going to say. Was that was the first one, one yeah. of the first 11. It was the first 11 on okay. 11 game. Um, yeah, nothing notable other than that for that. I have a good football game. Okay, go ahead. It's called Great Football, developed by Sega for the Sega Master System and also 1987. Uh did not have an NFL license, so they had made-up teams like the Bucks, the Knights, the Wildcats, Beavers, and so on and so forth. They did have the NFC and the AFC, though. Okay, I like the Beavers. I was just going to say, I probably would have picked the Beavers. <laughs> they actually picked, on the gameplay video I watched, they picked the Beavers because of the least threatening sounding. <laughs> Beavers. Um, yeah, there's four plays, four pass, four run. Um, you don't play defense. Running the ball is near <laughs> impossible because the defense was incredibly fast, like two times the speed. Um... Passing was also impossible. There was no aiming. Uh, in the video I watched, the guy threw a slant route, and it went deep. Really? Yeah, it was nowhere near the guy. Got picked okay. off. They ended up quitting because I got so frustrated. <laughs> yeah. But, and then the the game started off with the other team winning by 16. Really? Yeah. Right off the bat? Right off the bat. Oh, my god! They turned on the game, and it was 16 nothing already. <laughs> See, we're, we're, like, laughing at the crappy technology, but back then people are probably like, wait, you can get interceptions? Yeah. Like, that count. That was cool, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Yeah, that's all I had for that one. Okay. Uh, moving on, Tecmo Bowl. Ooh. Yeah. 1989 by Tecmo for NES, and there was also an arcade version. It was the first widely popular football video game. Uh, it used NFL players from 10 or 12 of the most popular teams, including the Indianapolis Colts, Miami Dolphins, Cleveland Browns, Denver Broncos, Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Raiders, San Francisco 49ers, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Chicago Bears, and Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, but the thing was is they couldn't use uh, – they couldn't get the NFL's permission to use team names. Right. Um, so they had the team – the players, but they couldn't yep. get the team name they for had, whatever reason. Right. They had the city and the colors of the, of the That's teams. That's right. right. Yeah, and that was it. Uh, I wonder why that I is. Did, I did have that on my notes. I don't know. I don't know. It, but, um, well, I'll get into that a little sure. bit later, I guess. Um Nine versus nine gameplay. Uh, you had your your choice of four plays, two runs, two passes. Except for the Dolphins and the Forty ers had three passes and one run. I wonder why that is. Uh, Cor- well, the Forty ers had Joe Montana as their quarterback, and Montana. The, the Dolphins, I think, had Dan Marino what at year? that time. Eighty nine. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right about that time. Yeah. So that that's probably why. Um, sure. But I, I don't know for sure. I guess who would want to be the Dolphins and run the ball? I mean, come on. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Who'd want to be the Dolphins? I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, I have a defense for that. Ace Ventura, Dan Marino was yeah. the star. Yeah, which is why that movie sucked. That movie's awesome. I, I like. I the do first like Ace that Ventura. movie. <laughs> but I hate Dan Marino. <laughs> I kind of like him. Laces out, Dan. Actually, funny funny story. Uh, I always before I had season tickets to the Bills, I used to go to the Dolphins Bills game. Every year, because that was my most hated team. <laughs> and I specifically remember one year, this guy bought a Dan Marino jersey just to bring to the game to have people wipe their feet on as they went into the stadium. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> I loved that about the Bills, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> now your most hated team is the Jets, right? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to clear right, that so if up. The, if, the, if the Giants were playing the Jets in the Super Bowl, would you root for the Giants? Oh, God. <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't even know. I I would I think about it for anybody. Think about it and get back to me. Well, I I was thinking about that earlier, and I think if the Patriots were to play the Cowboys or the Eagles, I don't know who I would root for. 
I really don't. I wouldn't root for the Patriots because I don't like the Patriots. Yeah. But I'm tired. Well, of I don't whole, know that I would root for the Eagles or I, the Cowboys. I, I just, you know, you guys know how strongly I feel about the Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just get so much shit from them that, like, no, that's true, I understand. Yeah. If there's one thing that I ask not to be fucked with about, mm-hmm. it's the, the Bills. Bills. <laughs> because I know they suck. I don't claim that they're any good. But, man. And every year they tease you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Sure <laughs> Especially do. this year. They Bunch tease of cock teasers. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, back to Tech Mobile. The better players in the game were represented by having faster speed. There was a few stats in this game, but really the only ones that mattered were speed. Um, And then for the quarterbacks, the better quarterbacks had better arm strength, Uh, regardless of whether they had a strong arm in the game or or in real life or not. That's funny because when I play sports games now, especially FIFA, speed is the main thing I look for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that hasn't really changed much. Well, that's I mean, that's how I became a National Predators fan, actually. I don't know if okay. I told the story in the podcast or not, but during the lockout, whatever game, I think it might, might have been NHL 2K5 or 2K6. Uh-huh. Um, that I think it was 2K5 because it was still for the original Xbox. I played as a National Predators because they were faster than everybody else. I could skate circles around everybody mm-hmm. else. I got to know the team and yeah. the players and after the lockout, I just started to root for them, and that they became my team, I guess. So cool. You know who I played as during the lockout? The Rangers. The Colorado Avs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Nice. And any, I did. Any I, reason? I, was it random? Or? Uh, I liked the jersey colors okay. when I played the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I played I played for, with them for a lot of, of games, even prior to the lockout. Uh, I mean, I, I and I liked them in that time, too, so yeah. I can understand where that came from. Yeah, I didn't really have a team at the time. I mean, I kind of liked Ottawa because we had their – there we have the farm club here in town and mm-hmm. i mean i grew up as a rangers fan so i still like the rangers but i didn't have a favorite team per se right. so they just kind of took over once i f- found out that the team liked to draft and and grow their players from from scratch and not sign washed up free agents like the rangers always liked to yeah. do yeah, at to that do. time but anyway Isn't that the truth uh tech mobile is available now on Wii virtual console and there's updated versions for tech mobile on xbox live and for the PS3 arcade and mobile, there's mobile smartphone. There's a mobile. There was a mobile one that came out in 2004. Wow. Has anybody tried the updated on Xbox? No, no. Nope. I was going to, but it was too different. Was it? Yeah, I would rather like buy it on the virtual console and have it be yeah. the original. Yep, game. Mm-hmm. absolutely. That's so. a game you have to play the original. Yep, exactly. Almost like Excite Bike. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because you can update it, but it really doesn't have the charm that no. the original has. Definitely. So, uh, Tech Mobile was my initiation into video game football. Nice. Uh, but it was more like keep away than it was football, really. Well, it, it <laughs> does say that in the thing, and and faster players were yeah were the were the key in that. Yeah, because you could if you as long as you knew which one was Lawrence Taylor, right? <laughs> you, you could block every punt. <laughs> well, they were goal. saying there was Lawrence Taylor, and there was a Washington Redskins um, guy that could block every field goal. Yeah, was or it extra point? Daryl Green? No, it was a lineman. Don't know. What? Not not gonna come to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember what it was either. Nine, eighty-eight. But okay, great game. On. Great game. It was a great game. I, I enjoyed it. We played. That's we played that on our. Uh, is that the one we played, or did we play Super Tecmo Bowl? Probably Super Tecmo Super Bowl. Tecmo yeah. Super Bowl. There's a difference between that and Super Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, but I, we'll get to that. Uh, the next one on the list is NES Play Action Football. Uh, it was released in 1990 by TSOE. Um, for NES and Game Boy. Uh, it was impressive for its time because of an isometric view of the field making players appear to be 3D, hmm. three-dimensional. Um, I did play this one, too. Uh, this was 
I thought it was a really good game, but it wasn't. I don't think it was as tight as as Tech Mobile was. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the game allowed for a large number of moving objects on screen. Most other games, moving objects started flashing as the system couldn't render them all. Right. So if you ever noticed on the <laughs> NES when stuff would start flashing, it's because the system was having trouble rendering the graphics. <laughs> yeah, I can remember playing uh, in the original Mario game. As Mario 3, I have that one trick in yep. level 2 where you bounce on the Goombas. You yep. get them all collected and you bounce on them mm-hmm. to get uh, enough points to where you're getting level ups, ups every time yeah. you bounce on them. And, uh, yeah, once you have them all on the screen, that they start flashing yep. and the screen drags. And <laughs> it's like, oh, you it's stop. Like, oh. The Nintendo's struggling. All it that. takes is, like, five Goombas. And <laughs> Nintendo's <laughs> like, oh, man. I can't handle this too much. Uh... uh Play action football could render two whole teams on screen, which was unheard of for mm-hmm. that time. Because even I remember the first Tech Mobile flashing occasionally when there's a lot of right. action on oh, screen. Yeah. Uh, Use real players from the 1989 NFL season from the Bears, Broncos, Houston Oilers, Los Angeles Rams, Dolphins, Giants, 49ers, and Redskins. I wonder how they chose the teams. No, no, That's no, a Bills good question. again. I don't know. <laughs> I know that for Tech Mobile, they chose the teams that were doing the best and were most popular. Oh, that's so. why they didn't pick the Bills. <laughs> so I don't know. How were the Bills in the late 80s? Uh, that's when Jim Kelly first came in. I think their first Super Bowl was 91. Yeah. I was okay. going to say, they had that run of almost wins. They did. Nobody else will ever do that, by the way. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, it was one of the first NES games to use real voices with refs saying touchdown or first down, and you can hear players saying ready, set, hut, hut, hut. And that was actual voices and not, you know, video game speaking i guess you could say yeah um that's also available on wii virtual console so jim kelly was drafted in 83 actually i just looked it up oh, so he's been crap. there for a few years and i think that's the same draft that uh it had dan marino jim kelly possibly troy aikman i know there was it's considered the best quarterback draft of all time okay but uh kind of like the 2003 nhl draft who was in that one Everybody. Everybody. I, I, pretty, pretty much every current star. Oh, Crosby, Ovechkin? No, no, no. I, that was in 2003. But I know Weber, we, Suter. I think we talked about that yeah, on here did. before. Yeah, did we? Yeah, we did. Probably not on episode, but Maybe we probably not. talked about it. Yeah. Off air. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Web- the, the Bills' first Super Bowl was 90. Right. So they probably were decent in 89. Yeah. Yeah. They were knocking on the door. Popularity anyway. was another determining it factor. Was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he brings up a good point. Uh, next on the list is my personal favorite football game of all time. Tec- Cy- Cyberball? No, Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> Yay. I still think it's the best football game of all time. Outstanding. It was uh, released Wait. in 1990. 19- Go ahead. Did you beat it? I don't know. There's, uh, probably. There's no beating it, really. <laughs> Good job, Dan. Thank you. Thank well, I'll you. tell you what, Dan. If you did beat it, it was probably the night that you and I stayed up at your birthday party. Oh, yeah. Until your dad was going to work. Yeah, when we, we had to pretend to we sleep. We pretended we were asleep because Dan's like, oh, my dad's going to work. We had to pretend we're asleep because yeah. we were up so late <laughs> playing Tecmo Super Bowl. Such an awesome game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, it was released in 1991 for the NES. It was the first title to use both NFL and NFLPA licenses simultaneously. Uh, all the other games had had either the player's license or the NFL license and not both. It featured all 28 NFL teams, expanded rosters and playbooks, statistics tracking, substitutions, and injuries. Um, Included the full 1991 regular season schedule, playoffs, Super Bowl, and Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl. 
even to this day, it maintains a huge cult following with tournaments as well as mods with NCAA football rosters from 1990 and updated 2012 rosters. Wow. Which I downloaded the version with the updated 2012 rosters. Nice. I, I think I played it. I want to say I played it and talked about it on this podcast. You maybe did. when Madden 12 came out. Yeah, I think mm. you did. Um, but I re-downloaded it because I've since formatted my hard drive on my computer, so I'll be playing that before too long. Cool. Yeah. Is that how they made that YouTube video with uh, the no, Eagles think, Giants game? I th- yes, yeah, yes. Had to be, yeah, yeah, because they did the Deshaun Jackson oh, punt return. Yeah. Ugh, that uh, must was, be rough being a Giants fan, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> so rough. At this point, I don't care, but at the time, it oh was, my god! No, it was I remember brutal. watching it. And I was that like, hurt. Wow, that's that, that's jumping off the roof worthy. Oh yeah, and my wife's uncle is a huge Eagles fan. See, too. yeah, there's always so. got to be somebody. He didn't rub it in though. Well, he was nice good guy. about it. You know, nice I, I was more disappointed than than he was showing off about it or cocky about it. You know who was super happy about that? Joe Buck. Oh, oh you could god. hear it in his voice, and I wanted to jump through the TV and strangle him. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't Deshaun want get... Jackson. Not a lot of Joe Buck fans in this room. <laughs> no. No, in fact, I've suggested on Twitter, I think, that I think it would be awesome if you could mute the announcers and just have the game sounds. That would be cool. That Wouldn't would it be, be awesome? That would be awesome. Yes. Because I like to listen to the hits and the crowd and all that yeah. stuff, but I, I, I don't. Go ahead. I don't like listening to Joe Buck. I don't mind Troy Aikman. He's fine. I don't like Joe Buck. I, I pitched an idea to Corey about making, uh, I think it was to Corey, about making a Sounds of Hockey CD oh, yeah. <laughs> to put you to sleep at night. Oh yeah, That'd you know, be like great. the hockey stop, like the the snow shower into the goalie mm-hmm. and and the puck banging around the boards yeah, puck, puck, and occasional crossbar, the big hit and the roar of the crowd. Yeah, sure. The so, yeah, it's funny you should say that. The sounds of the game are awesome. Like yeah. the, the crack of the bat when it's just a home run, you exactly. know it's going out. Yeah, I think that's the best part. That's a but really it, but, good idea. But it's marred by announcers. It is usually. There's not a lot of good announcers. There really no. are. I remember when Joe Buck was trending on Twitter and people were saying some. Pretty awful things, but it was <laughs> made me laugh. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, say anything awful, but I think he got called out because he's been a lot better this playoff. Yeah, he has. Has he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't really uh, picked out anything he said that's upset me. Well, yeah. I, I find the worst to be when he's doing a Yankees so. oh, Yankees yeah. game. Yeah. And when he was trending on Twitter, people were saying how Red Sox fans were saying how he favors the Yankees, and the Yankees fans were like, "No, he favors that's the Red Sox." Complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was like, and I just like to say. For our listeners, you're just going to have to deal with us getting off topic a bit because we all like sports a lot, and yes, <laughs> this is probably just going to happen. So, <laughs> yes, that is very, very it's not um, typical. We're usually right on yeah, point. We usually are, but uh, <laughs> John Elway was the other quarterback drafted with oh, Kelly and Marino. Okay, yeah. wow, that's yeah. a good, good quarterback class. Do you have in your notes John Elway's football game? No, I don't. Did you do that? Did you do that one, Will? No. no, that was an arcade game. I actually tried to find the price uh, of the arcade machine on ebay but nobody had it listed because hmm. i was interested it's probably, old probably pricey yeah especially like you said with how old it is mm-hmm. i can't imagine the the upkeep on those things oh my god the old ones especially yeah it's probably it's pricey. it's pretty crazy i i follow uh some video game journalists who are huge into arcade games and they were talking about the way you dealt with some of those chips that went into there the only way to uh manipulate them is to shine uv light on them so you can either take them out in the sun <laughs> and like block all the ones all the nodes that you don't want to be switched oh through the uv wow. or they make like a little laser flashlight thing uv flashlight that you can do this the uh i even forget what they are the transistor you know manipulate yeah. the transistors or whatever on the chips in there oh my god can you imagine 
No, that'd be awful. Yeah, it is. It's a very tedious upkeep, that's for sure. But hey, if that's what you like yeah. and you're willing to put the time in, it's kind of cool. Awesome. It I mean, is cool. I agree. All right. Uh, the next game on my list. Yeah, that was it for Tecmo Super Bowl. Uh, NFL Sports Talk Football 93. It's released in 1992 by Blue Sky Software for Sega Genesis. Um, there's a few notables for this game. I had running commentary using Sports Talk 2.0, which had around 500 different phrases for the game. Uh, I had different views of the field, too. You could pick which view you liked. There was nice. blimp view, uh, the traditional up and down, and then the side scrolling. And there was one other, uh, maybe isometric type of view. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Really. Uh, through the helmet view? No, not yet. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a ways down the road. Uh, there was 50 f- possible plays, different weather, and field conditions. That was another notable about that game. Uh, green field, brown field, or white field? No, you know, weather. Yeah. Like turf. Well, back then it was oh, green yeah. field, yeah, brown yeah, yeah. field, or white field. Yeah, turf. Turf, grass, or indoor? No, to, to, to make it snow, you make the field white. White, white. Yeah. yeah. You render it white. Muddy, muddy rainy fields yeah. is brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get you. Okay. Uh, moving on. Madden 94. It was released in 1993 by Tiburon for SNES and Sega Genesis. It was the first in a long line of Madden games. It started out as John Madden Football. There's a few releases of John Madden Football before they switched over to the Madden NFL and then the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the first game in the Madden series with NFL license and first to allow a full season of gameplay. Uh, an error, this, I thought this was interesting. An error caused the entire Giants and Jets teams to be switched. <laughs> and they Some use, stupid code monkey. Yeah, exactly. They uh, apparently. I'll tell you what probably happened. They got confused by the logos not having a J. It was a Y instead. The computers are probably called. Mm. These guys play in New Jersey. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that always confuses me. Now, Eric, haven't we discussed this before? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm taking it out on the wrong people. I, <laughs> Can you imagine, no, though? No, if, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say if they did, like, move the Giants into New York City or something, how crazy would that be? I would hate that because then I couldn't use that joke anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean that too, but (laughs) that would be nuts. Chaos. Yeah. Well, there's not room for a NFL football stadium in the city. No, there's not. No. I'm probably the only one that's been to the new stadium, right? Yeah. I haven't been there. You went there to see the old one. I saw USA-Argentina there. Soccer match. That stadium's awesome. Yeah. It's freaking humongous. And we were (laughs) – our tickets were literally almost the last – row of seats in the stadium i physically could not have gone up another flight of stairs i told jeff i was like dude <laughs> if this isn't the last flight i you're gonna have to wait like 10 minutes because i cannot go up another flight I, my legs I need a breather and he said the same thing it wasn't even that it was my legs oh, okay he Tired goes i hear you man i don't know if i could either because our legs were burning you thought we just ran like a marathon wow but the stadium's really nice yeah really nice could you see all right oh yeah i loved it nice is when I go to a, a soccer or hockey game, I like sitting behind the goal. Mm-hmm. You can see everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah, and you don't have to worry about some jerk yeah. like leaning too far. Sure. Oh my god, that's the worst. Yeah. When I went to the Sabres playoff game, I sat in the last row behind the goal, and I love those. It's seats. perfect. Yeah. I would get season tickets there. Yeah, whenever I go to a Binghamton Senators game, I always sit behind the yeah. goal where they shoot twice, right? So I can see goals. Hopefully, it's, it's perfect. That, yeah, like yeah. you said, you don't have to Not crane great. your head. Yeah. yeah. But back to the computer messing up the rosters. Oh, yeah. What a bunch of idiots. I, I just thought that was <laughs> that was funny. And it said, uh, I guess they corrected it later on, but the, the holiday purchasers of Madden 94 
got the error with the rosters. Ooh, I wonder if that version's worth some money. Probably. Probably. I would imagine. I didn't didn't look that up, but um okay, Eric, I know you wanted to chip in with quarterback club. Next game? Yes. Uh one of my friends I told him our topic tonight and he said definitely make sure we mention NFL quarterback club, which came out in nineteen ninety four. Um, the thing that he wanted me to point out, and I remembered this from this game, it's the only thing I remember about this game. It wasn't the the football games itself that made this a cool game. It was it really focused around quarterbacks, and you could do this mode. I don't know what it was called, but this is for Super Nintendo, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a mode where you almost ran like a training camp drills with the quarterback, like throwing through you know cones or, or whatever it was, and that was really cool. I vaguely Do remember, you kinda that. remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's called QB Challenge. It says okay. right here, uh, the most like mode. You know, probably was the QB Challenge. I want to say I had a friend that had that game. It might have been me. Maybe. Um, actually, list them. There's accuracy. I know we didn't have it. Obstacle course, distance, read, and recognition. Those were the things you could do. But I remember that was really really cool. But. Yeah, that's all I remember about that game. Mm-hmm. I guess it says they made um, versions for N64 and Sega Saturn, but they were completely different, overshadowed by Madden. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, as this list goes on, like, there yeah. gets less and less fo- <laughs> football games. Uh, okay. Madden 96 is the next one. It was released in 1995 by Tiburon for Game Boy, Game Gear, Genesis, SNES, and Windows. I had this game, too, so... I can speak volumes about this game. Yeah, I remember this one. Uh, it featured create a player mode in which you could create your own player at a position, um, and there were specific mini games that allowed you to determine the ability for your player. Um, and it used player names instead of just numbers, which the other, the older Madden versions had just used player numbers. Madden ninety six is what we played for our special. Yes. 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 yes I don't is. know why I thought it was Tech Mobile, but it was yep. Madden '96. Yep, it was so Madden if, you're, 96. if you want to see some of that gameplay, go to YouTube and find our channel. And uh, yep, it's the vertical vertical game, which that's what's used you know nowadays as opposed to the old side scrolling football games. Right. Um, I spent hundreds of hours probably playing this game. I remember the, I want to say it was the forty yard dash was you had to mash the Y and B buttons or something mm. like that on that yeah. on the Nintendo sixty four or Super Nintendo controller, but we had a turbo controller, so we would turn on the turbo for those two buttons and just hold them down nice. and get the perfect score on the speed. Which was, what, version. like a, a 4.0 or something like that? Uh, I think 4.0 was the lowest, yeah, that you could get. Yeah. But we we cheated for that. It wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't fair, but fun. Nice. As I said, I spent hundreds of hours probably playing this game. Yeah, you, th- I mean, yeah, you're talking about when you create your player, you go through the little mini games to determine yep. their stats, yep. which was cool. That's one of my favorite things about that game and the thing I remember most. Yeah, because rather than just assigning points and stuff, you actually had to be decent at the mini games. And I remember yeah. like screwing up a lot and just restarting, right? Not even bothering. I always made my guy as a halfback. Mm-hmm. Because um, that was the most fun position to play, probably. Yeah, and yeah. If, if you wanted to make a quarterback, you had to do really well at the Simon Says mini game. Oh, that was I really it was hard. Called. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, but he'd say like top, down, left, right. Yeah, you know, and you'd have to mimic what he what he told you to do. Yeah, and it got harder and harder. And if it wasn't a pattern that was easy to remember, it was super hard. And I always tried to write it down, but mm-hmm. I was never fast enough that I could just you know write <laughs> the next thing down and then and then you know hammer it out. Yeah, so. Yeah, that was that was a sweet football game. But anyway, moving on. NFL Blitz. 
It's the next game on the list. It was released in 1998 by Midway Games for PlayStation and Nintendo 64. Uh, featured arcade 7 versus 7 gameplay. Um, it allowed for pa- uh, pass interferences, allowed late hits. Showboating is also encouraged. Um, it was similar to NBA Jam, mm-hmm. which is the other uh, Midway Midway game. I think, or was that by Acclaim? Uh, NBA Jam? Same yeah. thing, aren't they? Acclaim Midway? Isn't yeah, that, probably. Did they have? Um, but... Yeah, it was uh it was like backyard football. It wasn't it wasn't supposed to be like a simulation type game. It was supposed to be, right, it was supposed to be like a pickup game. There's a lot of position uh-huh. uh movement, you know, you could I don't remember. I played I played an NFL I had an NFL blitz game. I don't remember what system it was for, but it was the the week where my parents were away. And That we, was NFL Street. NFL Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's why I got confused. See, I didn't even put that one down. I got it. Okay, good. 2004, just so you know. Okay. Yeah, I got that confused with NFL Blitz. Yeah. Okay. So NFL NFL Street was the more backyard-style football game. Whereas I think this both one, of them, but NFL Street definitely was, was more, probably more like more so. what you're describing. Okay. You know? That's why I was confused because yeah. I couldn't really find anything about it. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was NFL Blitz. The next game is uh, NFL 2K. It was released in 1999 by Visual Concepts for the Dreamcast. It was... Uh, Madden series primary competitor, originally for Sega Dreamcast, but after System's demise, was released for other platforms. I don't know if that was NFL 2K, but some of the older ones were released for other platforms. Um, 2K2. 2K2 started the other. Yep, came out for PS2 and Xbox. Okay. And no one. Okay, rest in peace. All right, what do you got for NFL Street, Eric? Oh, what do I got? NFL Street. Uh, I actually just pulled it up. I just came to me that we played that game. Yes. Because a friend of mine and I were talking about there's FIFA Street coming out oh, okay. next month, I think. Okay. Um, but, yeah, NFL Street was awesome. It was fun. That's one of those games. I'm not a huge arcade football fan, but NFL Street was really cool if, if you're playing with other friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like you said, it was backyard football, just, like, high scoring. Yep. So you can pull off the coolest looking plays. The biggest hits. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was taken i don't know see if i can find it here real quick i don't know how many players each team used but they would pick like the stars of each team yeah i want to say it was like four on four and the players would play both offense and defense yeah Yeah. that's right which was really cool yeah um but yeah it was just a fun fun game competitive was there only one nfl street or did they have a couple there was three all together did they come out with one for the 360 i don't think so because that might be a game I'd be interested in. Because I think NFL Street 2, I have a memory. One of my friends and I always watched the draft together. And one year we made uh, like all the players that got drafted. It was the year Marshawn Lynch got drafted. And you can make it's your own It's the year team. I went to the draft. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. But anyway, that's the year when Lynch got drafted and we uh, all made the players that got drafted in the SARS. There's three of them. Three. Okay. I think oh, Chad Johnson says right here. Was <laughs> the, was the third for 360 or was I think it just for Chad Xbox? Johnson was yeah, Chad Johnson was on the cover. Released on November 11th, 2006 for PS2 and PSP. Oh, uh, so not even on Xbox. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. So, that'd be cool if they released another one. Yeah. It was right, fun. I, I mean, it was fun. I'm probably going to get FIFA Street just because I really liked NFL Street yeah. and I I don't know, NFL Blitz I didn't like as much. From what I remember, even yeah. even this year's demo, yeah, which I know Will recently oh, played, yeah. so we'll talk about it later. I didn't really care for it. Okay, but all right, moving on. Yeah, can I jump in there really quick? Yeah, yeah go there ahead. is a petition for NFL Street Four on Facebook. 
Is there? There is. Uh, 91 people like it. You can make that oh, 92 because I'm going to do that. Excuse me, 94. So Eric will make it 95. <laughs> so there's hope. I don't know. EA's a pretty big tightwad, apparently. They'll nowadays. bring it back. They'll make it a downloadable title somewhere. That's down fine. Online. That'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. There's no reason to make a full game out of it. Yeah. I kind of like 60 bucks. I kind of like the way that, uh, I mean, I haven't played NFL Blitz. I haven't yeah. played that. I kind of like what they did with NBA Jam. Didn't make it into a full. Didn't need yeah. to be full game. No, no. exactly. Absolutely I agree. not. Yeah, uh, that's the thing about FIFA Street. It's sixty bucks. And but Jeff told me he's like, dude, don't get it when it comes out. He goes, we'll wait like wait. two months. It'll be thirty five bucks. Oh, oh that, really? that's a good yeah. point. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, we, speaking of cheaper games, we move on to ESPN NFL Two K Five. It was released in two thousand four by Visual Concepts for PlayStation Two and Xbox. It was priced in 1995 on release date, allowing to put a large dent in Madden sales. Uh, I earned a wide audience of casual football fans, and it included Sports Center tie-ins with a feature from Chris Berman. Yeah. I remember that, and that was awesome. Yeah, me, Eric, and Gr- and Graham actually, who Graham is not a fan of sports games, not at all, played uh, quite a bit at his apartment. Yeah. Um, and I've, he even he really liked it. So I've, I played it too, and it's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. And for twenty bucks, yeah, I guess that incredible. year Madden lowered the price of Madden to thirty dollars. Did they to try and gain some market share back? But I guess uh, uh, ESPN NFL Two K Five put quite a dent in their in their profit margin that year. And in a classic yeah. display of corporate showmanship, yeah, they bought the exclusive license to football games, and all football games from here on out are Madden games. Yep. So. Until 2013. Until 2013. There is also a lawsuit pending right now that was filed in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was Sega or 2K Games that filed the suit against EA for um, monopolizing the football video game market. I can see how that would fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, It was actually allowed by a judge, and it's going to go to trial eventually with a yeah. jury. But I'm, there's the trial's not come out yet. So I did want to talk about NFL 2K5 a little bit. Mm-hmm. Two, two things that I remember that I really loved about that game was even though it was harder than hell, I loved being able to view inside the, yes, the helmet. The third person really or first you, person view. Yeah, gave you an appreciation for what it was like to be a real football player because you always wondered, like, how the hell do they see all the shit that they see on the field wearing that helmet yeah. with a visor and a big-ass face mask? Yeah, really, like, really. That's uh, Did you guys ever see the, the movie about Vince Papali? For the Eagles? No. With Mark Wahlberg? What's it called? Oh, Invincible. Invincible. Yeah, Invincible. Uh, that movie's just okay, but there's two scenes where you see through Mark Wahlberg's helmet. Really? And it is the most intense thing mm-hmm. you'll ever see. Nice. That's why I love that movie so yeah. much, just for those two little scenes. Yeah. That that was cool about that video game. And another thing that I loved about that was when you were trying to run somebody over with, you know, say you're running back, you had to, like, hit buttons yeah, to you, do it. It wasn't just based on, oh, well, maybe you'll get it this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember, like, having to hold down a button to charge up, mm-hmm. like, a... A plowing over move yep. or a big tackle. I used to use Eddie George all the time yes. on the Titans and, and run people over with him. No, you, me, and Graham always played yeah. as the Titans and we played online That's against right. people. We did. Because Graham loved Eddie George. That's <laughs> right. We used the Titans. That's why I was using Eddie George because I'm thinking, why the hell wasn't I the Bills? I don't understand. Yeah, we played as the Titans. That's right. We were <laughs> catering to Graham because he decided he'd play a football game with us. <laughs> Who was their quarterback back then? Steve McNair. Was yeah, it McNair? Yeah, oh, yeah. God rest his Is soul. that when they won the Super Bowl? Steve Air McNair. They didn't win the Super Bowl. No, they, they came short by a yard. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was that tackle right at, oh, Great, God. great Super Bowl, though. That was, yeah. Kurt Warner they play? and the Rams. The Rams. Mm-hmm. Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk, the greatest show on turf. God. Yeah. That was 2005. We've seen some good football years. in our day. Word. 
but so that game was awesome, and it's a shame that uh, it is. EA had to squash the competition. And you know, the other thing that sucks about that is even if EA doesn't renew the rights or whatever as soon as their their deal is up, it's going to be tough, I think, for them to go back and build on what they had built up to be a pretty sweet game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because there's no momentum there now, and it's yeah. just it really could have uh, been a good game. I agree. I, they, I, I think they they should have made another one. You know, well they couldn't without the player without license. the player license. They right. have actually. That'd be awesome. Oh, they have. They have? Yeah. Well, they do the college game. They still make college games, right? Two K. I think so. Do they? Or they did. Mm. After that, they did. I don't. Recall. I don't know if they still are. I don't know. We I should say that. we're not. We're not talking about any of the college football games. Right. We're yeah. only doing pro. Right? Yeah, we're only doing NFL because of the Super Bowl. Um. I so so yeah. We didn't bring up any of the, right. any of the college games. But if they don't renew the night, uh, the rights, no more Madden curse. <laughs> I actually read a little bit about the Madden curse. I went through all the covers, like that uh, Wikipedia page on that, and reading them, and pretty much everyone but one player mm-hmm. had something, either a terrible year or got hurt. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. Do you remember the guy that didn't get hurt? I'm going to look it up. I read it this morning, but I don't remember at this point. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, back on to 2K. If they release another game, like next year and priced at 20 bucks, I would buy it in a freaking heartbeat. Oh, yeah. me too. E- even yeah. if you got bad reviews, just to stick it to yeah, to Madden. And to foster from co- some competition because EA is not getting much competition for their for their games except FIFA. Yeah. Which makes them make a, makes them a good FIFA game, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, maybe they didn't make any college football games. I don't I don't recall them making, but I'm I not don't sure. Either. The thing about FIFA too is that there is another really good soccer yeah, game. Yeah, the PES. Pro, Pro Evo, they call yeah. it. Yeah. Pro Evolution. Yeah. Which I've never even played. No, and it it, it makes EA make a good game. Yeah, All right. they do. I mean, that's the problem with NHL, too. Here's some news. All Pro Football 2K8, football game for 7th Gen consoles. Oh, yeah, I remember And this. the spiritual successor to the ESPN NFL 2K series. Yeah. Uh, first, first football game to be published by 2K Sports since EA Sports purchased exclusive licenses. And Barry Sanders, John Elway, Jerry Rice appear on the cover. Yeah, had retired so, players. Yeah. Actually, one of my friends had that game. Was it any good? I never played it. I think I gave him crap for getting it. Uh. <laughs> but I didn't realize at the time. Well, <laughs> I mean, really, like, f- if you're not doing college or NFL football, it doesn't – who cares? Yeah, really, really that's you true. Know? I only knew Madden. Yeah, exactly, because it's got the NFL. I, I mean, get- other than the NFL, there's – I didn't realize. College yeah, or didn't, high school football. I didn't realize at the time I was playing 2K5. I just thought it was another Madden. Now, it that, wasn't 2K5. It was 2K8, probably. Yeah, but when I was playing Matt, or NFL 2K5, oh. I didn't realize that it was a 2K game. Right, right. All I knew was Madden. That's that's a good idea. Like, make a high school football game? That could be a lot of fun. You know what game had high school football? Was, Valley. There was a Super Nintendo game, and Eric, I think you had it, that, had, that you could play high school Kinda football. I kind of remember that, yeah. It was, you know what? It was a uh, play action football for the Super Nintendo. That was a high school game? High school football? It had high school. You could pick high school. Ah. But also had, you know, NFL and maybe even college level. It didn't have actual colleges or actual high schools. But yeah. I mean, you could make the gameplay a little bit more silly and have it be, you know, like a quirkier kind of more trick humorous game. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Have the North Valley Cardinals. The powerhouse no. that is. <laughs> yeah, really. You um, could. St- Go ahead. No, I no, I was just going to say, I was looking at the list of the Madden covers. It looks like the only person that wasn't affected from what I'm seeing is Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, he was the one. He made the Pro Bowl. 
That was the year they had him and Palomalu. Troy Palomalu. Oh, we're, oh. we're talking about the Madden curse now. Yeah, yeah. Palomalu, <laughs> he had a pretty rough year. <laughs> Sprained his MCL, <laughs> missed four games. After he returned, he played in three games before injuring his PCL. Oh, jeez. My, so. my favorite one's the Dante Culpepper one. Got him twice. Did it? He got like he had an awful year, got hurt or something, and then like yeah. a couple years later, he blew out every ligament in his knee. Oh yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> he led the, the Vikings to the playoffs in uh, 2000, and then after he was on the cover, he threw 23 interceptions and had a five and eleven record, and he broke the record for most fumbles in a season. Oh my god! I, uh, they should say Randy Moss led that team because that wasn't that after he. Wasn't the year after the year he got traded or they know. got rid of him? Yeah, so I, I think know. it was that. To the Patriots? I don't, know. I don't remember now. Yeah, but then he, he had a good 2004, and then in 05, he blew both of his knees out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and then the Dolphins traded for him instead of Drew Brees, and here we are. Oh, wow. Do you yeah. think players ever protest when they're asked if they want to be on the cover? Uh, actually, LaDainian Tomlinson, Tomlinson refused it. Did he? A bunch of his fans made a website, uh, SaveLTFromMadden.com. <laughs> and he didn't do he, it. He refused it, but he said it was a contract issue. But uh, you know it wasn't. Yeah, Good for him. Super, superstition. Yeah. That's cool. I, I liked what they did last year with the Madden cover. They left it to the fans to vote. Yeah. When Peyton Hillis Peyton made Hillis. it. And, and had a terrible year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a terrible year. <laughs> but anyway, talking about Madden, yeah. I got Madden NFL... 2006, okay. uh, released in 2000 by f- 2005 by EA Tiburon for all systems, including the new Xbox 360. Uh, it was a transitional game labeled by some as the undisputed lemon of the franchise due to lack of features, especially on the 360 version. Um, not much going on there. But I actually had that Madden, and I liked it. Graphically, it was pretty good. There wasn't a lot of features, but you know, nothing I really missed or I remember missing. Or really cared, so. yeah. Will, you had uh, one of the Maddens for Wii, right? Oh, boy. I got to remember which one. I think I had... After that, they don't really change all that much. There's a few small additions here and there, but... Mm-hmm. I did want to mention uh, which one. Uh, did you say for Madden 98, that's when they introduced franchise mode? No, I didn't. That's I, I just want to point that out because it's my favorite okay. thing to do on Madden. Yeah, it's franchise. Yeah, mm-hmm. and something... When we talk about future, I'll talk more about that. But okay. uh, I also, Dan, before you went on t- to your next one, did you have NFL head coach on no. your list? That's C- from 2009? Six. Six. Oh, okay. Er, I think there's another one, though. Release date, June uh, 2006. Yeah, okay. for PS2, Windows, and Xbox. Um, I played – I didn't play the first one. I played the second one. I think it came with Madden for whatever year it was. Yeah, it was 2009 or 2008, wasn't it? Eight. Yeah. 2008. Yeah, it came with Madden. I actually kind of liked it. I, it definitely needed some work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool, like, going through, and you, you got to redraft all the players from the last year's draft and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty pretty big on the draft, and I love all the stuff that goes into the draft and the combine and all that crap. So, Same here, yeah. Yeah, so for me, that was pretty cool. And mm-hmm. I wish they had kept working on it and improved it, but probably not. No. It's too bad, though, because those coaching games are really fun. Uh, did you play one of them? No, I, well, I played NHL Eastside Hockey Manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which no, is, yeah. is similar, but for hockey. And they it could was be P- cool. PC only. Yeah, Just I need agree. a little TLC. Yeah. You know? I, I, they obviously appeal to a more specific oh, type yeah, of audience, but, you know, gra- you don't have to spend a whole lot of money on graphics because mm-hmm. it's all menus and stuff. I really 
NHL Eastside Hockey Manager was all text menus and spreadsheets and stuff. It wasn't there was no graphics. Right. Yeah. So and the amount of football fans that there are now, you think there'd be enough people out there interested because the yeah. draft is even huge. People sit there. I watch it three days of it. I'll sit there and watch every pick if I'm so, home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and not only that, but the the expansion of fantasy sports now. Yeah. People are dying to get into the the you know managing type of. Type of Everybody of it. wants to be the Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think they can run a team better than their owner. Yeah. Well, I know I could. But yeah. Right. So anyway, I for this episode I played Madden twelve. Uh-huh. I guess you could say. Um, specifically for this for this episode because um, it wasn't a game I was interested in buying or anything, but Eric let me was nice to let to let me borrow it, and I played it for, you know. For research purposes, Couple I guess games. you could say. Well, I, I created this year's Super Bowl. Nice. Um, Giants versus Patriots. I, of course, was the Giants. Um, I ended up winning 49-7. to seven. Nice. Hey, oh. all right. Well, I don't really feel like I had that much input on the game. Um, I was going to say that. Do you- yeah, to- like, my none of the stuff, other than maybe running the ball, I really had very little control over the game. Uh, my defensive line just crushed tom brady the entire game Mm -hmm. um and not the guy that i was playing as but they caused two fumbles that were returned for touchdowns and he was sacked just constantly and i nothing that i had any control over i didn't as soon as you told me what the final score was i knew you didn't play it on a higher difficulty. no i played it on the easy one because i found in madden 12 if you play it not on the highest one whatever the second highest one is there's pro all pro and all pro i have a bitch of a time man yeah uh, it's a lot I, harder to throw. Way yeah, harder. I throw a ton of interceptions. Well, that's because the offensive line's awful. Uh, I, I don't know if it's just that. I, it's your vision, Eric. You don't have Eli Manning's vision <laughs> downfield. <laughs> I, I think I would probably play the same way with no matter who my quarterback was. But, yeah, I don't know. I th- they did say they m- tried to make the defensive AI a lot better in this mm-hmm. year's game, which maybe they did. That could be it. Mm-hmm. I feel they probably are in better position. But I thought, like... The accuracy of the quarterbacks was really bad. Like for for no reason, the ball They'll would throw just go a bad fly. pass. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And, and it's just and, th- and you weren't like you weren't on the run no. or well, that's about was, to get hit or anything. That's like what I was, was going to ask. What kind of factors determine in the game, not in, in real football? In the game, determines the accuracy of your throw. I, I think know. just I the know. stat. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I think what, it's a role. What your rating is. There's no for, wind or whether your view is obstructed or well, how much he's covered. There or, is wind, but I don't know if that factors well, in. I I like to play as the Lions every now and again because I, I love Matthew Stafford. Yeah. And I was throwing a deep pass to Calvin Johnson. Granted, Stafford's not amazingly accurate, but he's pretty accurate and just overthrew Calvin Johnson by 20 yards, yeah. and it's an indoor stadium. Throwing the deep ball is hard in that game, yeah. I've found. But I always use the Bills, so it's tough to say because Fitzpatrick sucks. But I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I played two games. I did the Giants one, and then I played as the Titans against the Browns, maybe. I did just random teams. Uh-huh. Um, but I made the field really snowy. Nice. Just for, That's just what for I always sh- do. shits and giggles. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but I couldn't throw the ball at all. I ran the ball yeah. really, really well. But even on rookie level, I could just could not throw the ball. Rookie I th- level, I running a couple the ball. passes. You can run all over people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I did. I feel like with, with Chris Johnson, the wide receiver AI, there's a couple times where I'd throw like a post route, which is 
you know what a post route is. That's mm-hmm. where you run straight a little bit and then cut towards the middle of the field. Yeah. And I throw the ball, and all the right wide receivers have to do is reach out to catch it, and they don't even reach out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's happened to oh, anybody yeah. else, and it's so frustrating. And isn't there it's a ton of wide receiver drops? Yeah. I felt like. Yeah, like I'll throw one right to yep. a quick little slant route and just drops it yeah. or gets tackles and fumbles it right away. Yeah, I had one that bounced off Hakeem Nix's hands, who's yeah. pretty pretty sure-handed receiver. Yeah, really. Um, Doesn't drop a lot of passes. Overall, though, what did you think? It was okay. Um, I th- my last experience with Madden was '06. Yeah, uh, I might have had '07 too, but I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, I don't think graphically it got much better. Yeah, it didn't. Um, gameplay was maybe a little bit better, but I'm I still think they have a lot of ways to go to oh they do to improve the game. Well, the thing yeah, that's the thing they don't have any competition, so what's the point? Right, exactly. That's why 2K needs to get back into the I, you know, NFL games. I love to keep picking on Call of Duty. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with Call of Duty. Well, yeah. Madden needs to really do some serious work to yeah. improve because I, I did like this year's game. I really yeah. did. I liked the, the ultimate team mode. and Yeah. yeah I, it, I it's see, solid. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but. I didn't get to try any of the gameplay modes because I had Eric's version. Um, I didn't have the For online like pass. Oh, oh, that too. Man. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do anything online. Which is also bullshit. I, I couldn't download stupid. rosters. I couldn't do anything. Uh, so. uh, you can for $15. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was only gonna play for a couple days. I didn't yeah. want to bother spending money to upgrade it. Ugh, Fifteen dollars for—that's uh, so stupid. You know the thing is, the thing about that though is, they have a formula. They have a, a gameplay formula at least that works. People people seem to like it. Yeah, it might have I, some. Do issues. they like it or is there they nothing like else? Yeah, yeah that's like, exactly and there's it. nothing else. Okay. I would say. Okay. Well, then why why did uh, why did Matt? Well, I guess that's that's a bad example because they basically did buy their way into being the only one. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Like at at least, and I forgot what I was gonna say. Say, go ahead. Well, as I said, I downloaded the updated roster for Tecmo Super Bowl. I have way more fun playing Tecmo Super Bowl from 1991. Yeah. Than the current Madden. Yeah. Game. Yeah. No, that's what I was gonna say because I remember. I can remember. I never played the Madden games, really. I played Madden 96 a little bit. Right. Other than that, I never played it. But whenever I played somebody who loved the games, I never got killed. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to be that good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I felt like my input was so small. Like, I picked the play. Well, that's just it. I think Eric brought it over when he first got it, and we played a little bit. And I, I was beating him. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't played Madden in 2000. Like, because I had a couple lucky plays. Yeah. Um, Which, and, if, and, you, if you think about it, though, that's that kind of is football. It's football, yeah. yeah. I mean, with the Giants beating the 49ers last week, there was a few lucky plays. Yeah, but, true. like, defensively, I did nothing. My team did all the defensive stuff, yeah, right. you know. I had no control. I ran the ball a few times, and then I got a few lucky passes. And like, this, that was this it. is perfect time to bring up something I wanted to bring up, and I think I've talked about it before. I just don't think football translates very well to video games. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah good. you did bring because that up Because a lot of AI. I'm telling you right now, if any of you played me in FIFA – I'd kill you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we, if we played Madden right now, like Dan said, you right. might, might beat be close. Me. Yeah. yeah. Perfect example. When I played you in FIFA, yeah. you murdered me. When yeah. I played you in NCAA football, uh-huh. you beat me by a field goal, I think. Yeah. It's, it just doesn't translate well. Yeah. And I'm a huge football fan. I have way more fun playing hockey or soccer on video games than I do football. Like, yeah. ten times more fun. Yeah. But I don't know, I, I don't know why it doesn't translate well. Well, I think I think that's kind of what we were getting at with with the way the gameplay is in that game. Yeah, is it's it's comfortable. It's yeah. not 
I don't know. It's 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 out of your face. You know, you don't really see the behind the scenes working. You feel less like you're playing a game and more like you're watching something. All you're doing really is picking a play, mm-hmm. pressing a button to throw the ball, maybe catching it, maybe yeah. not, and then moving your guy in the direction. Yeah. That's something else I wanted to bring up was the presentation. Uh, I thought it was generally good. The uh, but I thought the play by play announcer was awful. Yeah, they always are. Yeah, they are. Oh, just don't even have it. Like I Madden 2006 did not have a play by play announcer, and they didn't need it. You can turn it off. I'm sure you can, but like yeah. I, I just took the game for what it was. Like right. I, I just went into the game and I started a game. That's was it I Gus did. Johnson? I don't remember. Did you get I, really excited? I don't remember because I think it is Gus Johnson, and I, I love him in real life. But right. on the game, it, and, and it was like terrible timing with the announcements. Timing and and and, and stuttering. There's yeah. a lot of blank spots. Yeah, which whatever. You know, but I, see the Colin Co- color commentary was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Collinsworth, I think, does a call. I love Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, I do too. Color commentary, it's it's fine. It, it, it fits. You know, yeah. he's he's on time. Is his stuff is related to the game, but uh-huh. the play by play, I just think, is bad. Really bad. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I just I don't know. I'm probably not going to buy next year's Madden. I don't know. I say that now, but right. We'll see. I, I bought this year's based on the demo because I liked the demo and I thought it was pretty good. It's in, it's improved, yeah. definitely. Um, but I, I think it's got a long way to go before I would buy it again, I think. Yeah. I'm glad I just borrowed it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about future? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's talk about future football games. I think we were getting there a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. We're talking about the gameplay in Madden being comfortable. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you, you guys both mentioned how much you liked the 2K5 version. Yeah. And you also brought up what you needed to do to catch a pass. Like, you needed to press buttons and stuff like that. Not catch a pass, but when you're running them with the ball, you can the charge ball, up, yeah. like, a, a plow over or right. a stiff arm. Yeah. If they could make it more... It was a little more arcadey. Yeah, fa- based on you as a player. Yeah. yeah. Like... More game. I mean, it's something stupid, but, like... Me tapping X repeatedly gave meaning to running somebody over with Eddie George. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Right, it right, wasn't yeah. just a roll of the dice. You know, maybe I'll run this guy over. I meant to ask you, does the, the right stick do anything in Madden? I think so. It's supposed okay. to, but I think it's dumbed down It a doesn't – because it, it, in Madden 2006, like, it was called the truck stick. Yeah. And that's what you used to plow people over or really hit someone hard, but I don't – feel like it didn't it, it's, I, it still works it's a smaller window of like the hit you're gonna lay mm-hmm. okay. or trucking somebody over yeah because i didn't feel like it worked at all i no. have found if you're a d lineman and you get a clean run at the quarterback he, he will probably fumble the ball if you use the stick okay but they always do that with madden there'll be one thing each year they focus on like one year it was like year of the d yeah then there was a hit stick yeah i don't know what it was this year whatever it was but you know Oh, it was the improved defensive AI again right. this year, which apparently they can't do because they keep saying that every year. Right. But it did improve this year. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, it that's did, how it they, did. They, yeah. have, they have to sell it somehow. They can't yeah. just say, uh, here's oh, the next is, one. This is the same game. Here's same thing. I would love for them to sell it in the future. Is I don't, I don't have any examples of how I would make it better, but franchise mode is my favorite mode, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite mode. Mm-hmm. They just got to do something with that to make it better. Because it's okay how it is now. I liked where they went with the scouting of college players in this year's mode. Because you would scout throughout the year. And I actually did go back and look at what their stats were based on where I needed people. you know, And it mm-hmm. did make a difference because at least I knew, is this guy fast? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, build more on that. And I don't want to have to buy the damn college game to import college players i think it's a pain in the ass but that that's just how it's going to be because it's ea yeah they want you to buy both games i've uh i've heard this idea kicked around a little bit Mm -hmm. you pay to buy the game 
you know, what, what, whatever year you buy in at, you pay your 60 bucks to get the game. And then every year after that, it's a subscription, like 20, 20 bucks a year, 30 bucks a year for a yeah, roster, roster update, update. Roster update oh. maybe a little, you know, some coding tweaks here and there. And, uh, you know, if you, if you cancel your subscription at any time, then you have to buy in again, mm-hmm. which prevents, you know, that from happening. And uh, at the same time, people who are going to buy it every year are rewarded by not having to pay full price every year. I love that idea. Yeah. I, th- I think I've mentioned that before. Yeah. I would love that if they let me buy it and then charge me 20, 30 bucks for a roster update. Because it's honestly what those games are anymore yeah. Yeah. with a few tweaks here and there. Yeah, let me play NHL 11 again with, right. mm. with updated, updated <laughs> rosters and jerseys and stuff. That would be yeah. great. Oh, Because but NHL Dan, 11 was a much better game than you can't, NHL 12. You can't break sticks in NHL 11. I don't care. The sticks don't break. <laughs> or and you goalie. can't hip check from you know feet away from somebody. From behind. From behind someone <laughs> after they've already passed you. <laughs> Oh god. Yeah. The sports games are frustrating. They are. But some of them. I mean, yeah. f- like you said, f- I think FIFA was great I love in the FIFA. demo that I played. Absolutely. And I don't love even it. like soccer. So, but once again, it comes back to the competition thing. They have someone to they do. to knock on to their doorstep. Them. If they screw up one year and make an NHL 12, mm-hmm. they're going to lose market share to PES. Sure are. So, yeah. yeah. Uh we had FIFA for Game Boy. I vaguely remember yeah. that. <laughs> vaguely. What FIFA was that? I don't remember. Nine, I think it was in the 90s, 96. Could have been. I, I've never played a more competitive sports game. Yeah. I mean, you get online and it's just... I am into it, man. You play My, a lot of Euros? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, Hispanic. Oh. Because, um, um, you, you know, you get on the voice chat and you hear mm-hmm. them speak in Spanish to whoever they're talking to. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I, I guess I probably could mute them. And then you say something to them, and then they're like, in English, you suck. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I play a lot of Hispanic people on there, but it's like, I'm telling you, there's times when I'm done with a game, I feel like I've just been through war. Yeah. Like, my palms are just sweating, my heart's beating. Like, ugh. You need to get one of those controllers that has airflow through the uh, (laughs) handles. I do, man, because it gets rough on FIFA. I love that game so much, though. You could uh, go up to Buffalo for the hyperhidrosis surgery that was Patrick Coletta. Not Patrick Coletta. One of the Buffalo Sabres always advertised for. I don't know. You remember who you were talking about? I know who you're talking I can't remember the player, though. You can get your your sweat glands and your hands removed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've seen that one. No, it's it's funny. I don't know if I'd want to have surgery for that. (laughs) That's what they do. They take out your sweat glands. No, thank you. That's weird. Anyway, anything else for future football? I, I still think the I think the physics can be improved too. Yeah, um, gang tackling could be a lot better. They always say that's improved from year to year, but I never really notice it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I really was comparing this game to Madden '06 that I that I remember, and I didn't notice a huge improvement worth yeah. sixty dollars. What is there? You can update the rosters manually on your own if you were so inclined. Oh, you could. It would take forever. You could. I remember doing that for MVP 2005 for the GameCube. Why isn't there, or maybe there is, a organization that does that for you? There is. You can go, like, like I don't know if you can do it for Madden, but, like, when I did MVP 2005, I would go find a game fact that had all the rookie players or the players that they, the, the people think that they got wrong and you could go and adjust their stats. I did it for MVP Baseball 2005 for mm. GameCube because they didn't have any online thing. You couldn't download a roster update. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Couldn't, couldn't, nowadays you can use a SD card, right? Mm-hmm. 
Probably. Yeah, probably. Could you download the file from the internet? And I mean, probably. I don't know if anyone would go through the trouble to do that. Charge five bucks. Probably someone somewhere has gone through the trouble to do that, though. One thing I loved about this year's college football game is that it let you download. People would go through and name all the players, and you could download the roster. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Change great change the first letter and last letter of each name. No, because it no. was someone that Somebody just someone that it. went through and did it. It wasn't the game, Which, so they can't control it. Would probably make me play that game more because I don't. I'm not a huge college football fan, but I think a main reason is because you can't. I don't get to know the players like you do in the NFL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they're there for a good ones. They're there for maybe three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have any good ideas for Madden to improve <laughs> on. I really don't. I don't know. I don't either. But that's why they they need someone to to nip at their heels a little bit there is one thing the online play could be a lot better because the connection sucks yeah it's always like a couple of seconds behind yeah, it's every awful. game i've ever played i've never had a clean connection online and it makes it so hard to play and yeah. pass and everything oh i hate it and i think to myself well the other guys got the same thing but it still sucks yeah you know yeah. They do change a lot. Like uh, they always change game modes and stuff like that, right? They do a lot with that year to year. Yeah, but it's never anything important. Right. You know? Right. Well, that's because that stuff's I'm, all easy to change around. Yeah. It's just, not only that, but I'm I'm more about the gameplay when it comes to those type of games. Right. Like, they can add all the weird modes that they want, but yeah. in the end, it's about playing the game, you know. And mm-hmm. I, if it's not that different, NHL, obviously NHL 12 was worse than NHL 11. They yeah they added the hockey. Was it the hockey ultimate team? Yeah, yeah that's, and Winter Classic. Yeah, that's just not enough to... I think they had Ultimate s- Team in 2011. Yeah, they did, did. They? they did. See, I never played it in 2011. Broken but Sticks. Yeah, that's just not enough to... Well, that's that's a gameplay yeah, it's stupid. thing, at least. It's stupid. Not only Something stupid, to put in a commercial. Not only stupid, but it happens too much. Yeah. The thing of it is, remember when we were talking before, when we played NHL 11, we said there's really not that much to fix. No. Right. And they fixed and, it and made it worse. Maybe, yeah. maybe like, goalie AI. Yep. That would be one thing. That'd be all I could. And rebounds. Yeah. Because a lot of times there's that half a second mm-hmm. where you should be able to hit the puck back in oh, and you can't worst. hit it. Yeah. That honestly, like if they'd have just fixed that, I would have been perfectly fine yeah. with it. Yeah. That's all it was. Yep. That's a game where we wanted to just buy the roster update <laughs> oh, yeah. full sixty bucks. Leave it how it is. <laughs> and they changed it. And then you know when you when you have the capability to improve the graphics, just improve the graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Leave the game as is. Yeah. Make the crowd better looking. Up. Save yeah. your money trying to add adding all this stupid crap and then sell it to me for twenty or thirty dollars cheaper. Yeah. So basically it comes down to competition is good for everybody. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Well, at least consumer wise. Yeah. Agreed. Love. Mm. All right. Well, that'll do I like competing for love. (laughs) I don't. No, me neither. I'm too lazy. (laughs) I I would probably lose. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. All right. Well, that'll do it for our main segment on football games, past, present, and we talked a little bit about the future too. Uh, We'll be right back right after this. Yeah. 
Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 28 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. The song you heard during the break was another song from C and Field known as Matelo, M-A-T-E-L-O-T. It's French, so I believe it's pronounced Matelo, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, before we get into our new segment, we have some feedback this week. So I'll get right into that. Uh, first, on Twitter, in response to Eric, Eric... It was Eric, right? Tweeted the IGN article. About Call of Duty? Call of Duty, yeah. Okay. Uh, We had a few things in response to that. Uh, Brian Darrow, or Legendaro, via Twitter, said, Call of Duty is quickly becoming like Madden. Released one every year with very minor details and charge an arm and a leg, which we talked about a lot in this episode. Um, And then Multidirect1 tweeted, Not a big shock, Call of Duty needing a change. We've only been dating that for, you know, two years. Yeah. So, yeah, that hasn't changed much in, in, a, in a couple of years. But, yeah, I don't know. Er, Eric's going to get into that a little bit later. Yeah, that's my news topic. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash ThumbstickAthletes. Yeah, Facebook.com slash ThumbstickAthletes. Um, we want to read this this message thing because we're, we're, we're all very proud. Um, Eric posted that Eric's old lady hit level 49 on Skyrim today. Eat, sleep, slay dragons. And then she proceeded <laughs> to hit 50 later on that yeah. night. Well, um, uh, Matthew Gray said congrats. Yep. Um, Thank you. Emery Holmes Holm- <laughs> said, I'm now currently level 50. And then... It's an earlier comment, Travis Oh, Hacker. see, I don't know. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Dan's I'm, I'm new go- to Facebook. I'm, go- I'm going the opposite <laughs> way. Okay, tra- Todd Crowwinkle first said, she's further than I am by like 17 levels. Then Travis Iker said, she's further than me. I only hit level 48 and about 112 hours of playtime. Nicely um, done, though, Travis. Yeah, nicely done. And then Thumbstick Athletes posted, well, to be fair, Travis, you have about half as much playing time as she does. She has done almost no crafting, which has obviously prevented her from leveling even higher. The athletes are proud of your efforts, Mr. Iker. <laughs> Is she going to pick up some crafting? She started smithing she la- la- yesterday. That's how she's leveling up now because... She's just, there's not a lot she can do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then she's put, she posted, I am now currently level 50. Yeah. That's, and and then Matthew Gray said, congrats. Yeah. That's so I the, got a little, I got it backwards. That's one of the things I really loved about that game, because I was doing crafting, and um, I did whatever the, the leather tanning or whatever was. When I, smithing. When I, when I ran out of pelts, I always say to myself, ah, got to go out and do some hunting. Yeah. yeah. And that that's was just such a too. good feeling. Well, <laughs> the thing that she has going for her right now is that she's got, like, infinite money pretty much. Right. Because she has a ton of gold on her. She's got, like, 200, 260,000 gold on her. Wow. And then she has a ton of houses that she has a bunch of other gold and stuff stored in. Mm-hmm. Her houses are pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> she was showing it to me. Like, I, I always wonder what does she possibly do at this point. But she bought a house, and, like, she... How many houses do you guys have? Whoa, I think on my main character, I have one. How many do you yeah. have? She's got like four. I two think. or oh three. Gosh. I think wow. I had two or three on my main character. Yeah, but she decorates them completely. And in the one house, I can't remember. I think it was in Solitude. Her house is like there's an armory. Yeah. With weapon cases. Yep. And she puts weapons in them, like just to be on display. <laughs> and she has like weapon racks and <laughs> mannequins that she outfits with full armor sets. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. 
I was That's like, neat. man, this is pretty cool. <laughs> there's uh, there's some pretty good screenshots of people that have filled their houses with just, like, one of something random. Like, yeah. one is just full. Cheese wheels. Yeah, cheese wheels or pumpkins. <laughs> or melons, yeah. I've seen pumpkins, like, just up to the ceiling almost. Or someone, cool. someone filled their room with, like, iron swords or whatever and then did the Fus Roda and just sent them flying everywhere That's awesome. outside their house. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. the cool thing about that really game. Cool. Like, yeah. There's so many different ways you can play it. Like, she's done it completely backwards almost. She's crafting now, but yeah. it kind of worked out because now she can just go buy whatever things she needs. Yeah, to, to raise right. her level. But at the same time, she can't do anything with magic um, armor or weapons because she doesn't have the ability. She'll have to unlock the ability yeah. with, uh, hmm. I think it's level 40 or 50. For smithing? Smithing. Yeah. Okay. I want to say. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, she's going to be hard press to level up because right. once you get into the 50s exactly. it slows down a lot so she's been training you know you can have a skill trainer train you in yep. it five times per level so she's been doing that so that helps that with all that money yeah that's yeah. that's easy that's why i told her I was like, you have infinite money you might right. as well just do that yeah so. okay did she get the achievement though for the money wasn't was yeah hundred thousand <laughs> she's got she has thousand. i looked did i say this before that i looked at her achievements for skyrim yeah no, or was no, that off the air? It was off the air. Okay, yeah. she has all but four of them unlocked. Really? I can't remember. I know one of them was returning the thieves' guild to its glory, which I don't know how she didn't already do because she, I thought she beat that. Yeah, tell what? her to do more side missions. Yeah, yeah. because side you, missions. you ha- by doing side missions, you unlock special quests to do in the cities. Okay. Um, and that's because I have that achievement, and okay. that's how I got it with my most I- recent character. I know with the Mages Guild. Any, did you guys go through the Mages? No, I didn't. I did. You did. Um, I beat. I beat what I thought was the whole quest line, and then like later on down the line, I think I got a note from a courier or something mm-hmm. um, that asked me to do another quest for them. Oh, yeah. And then I think I got the achievement. So okay. it could be something like that where she just yeah. needs to wait. I know one of them also was she doesn't have all of the Daedric artifacts, mm. and I can't remember what the other ones were, but I was wow. impressed by what she had done yeah, for my absolutely. gamer score. Hey. Yeah. All right. Moving on to our website feedback. Our next comment is also from Travis Iker. Said I'm constantly struggling with my weight, so I bought a Connect. And while U Shape is pretty good workout, it's still exercise and it still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yep. Uh, but it's fun way to add to my gamer score, which is just north of sixty thousand. It seems like I average about ten thousand points a year. No, it's not really important, but it's fun to compare to my Xbox, Xbox Live friends. I read somewhere that somewhere that about twelve thousand points is the average. Eric should definitely play Dark Souls. That game is awesome. It's a little bit of Zelda, a little bit of God of War, and then Dash and Metallica or Slayer. Do, do you say Dark Souls or Dark Siders? Dark Siders. Yes, Dark I'm Siders, sorry. Okay. Dark Siders. I've had a little too much whiskey to be That's able to right. read well. Dark Siders um, too looks awesome. Also, you should add Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway, Lost Odyssey, and Infinite Undiscovery to your list. Which funny that you mentioned that. I was looking through the JRPGs that were out for the 360, and those were those were ones that I came across that I should buy that are cheap now. Yeah, Lost so, Odyssey, I think, was, a, if not a launch title, a really early one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, w- it was an early one. Because yeah. I played it. I, I liked it a lot. I didn't end up beating it. I just got bored with it. Um, I think I might have talked about it on this podcast before, but one of the cool things about Lost Odyssey is they call it – I forget what they call it. It's a Japanese thing. It's uh, It's poetry, but they always set it to – a graphic in the background that's expressive in a way that hmm. the poetry is. So if the poetry is like dark, it'll be like a dark screen with like oh, cool. you know blood splashes or whatever. And it is. It's really. I don't like poetry. I'll be the first to admit. I've really? never. I've never gotten into poet. That's like the one 
form of art that huh. I really can't get. I can't get into it all. Like it never makes sense to me and I just don't understand it. Um, but in this, I mean, it's, it's video game poetry, so it's a little less yeah. steep, I okay. guess is, is the word I'm looking <laughs> for. Um, so yeah, it feels really good. And, and yeah, and there's a nice little soundtrack that plays behind him. That's a big part of the game. Yeah. Cool. And that's cool. Huh? And it was a good game. Lost Odyssey. Well, sure. I will definitely take that into account. It's an RPG though. No one played infinite out discovery, right? No, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I actually, I saw that that he wrote that, and I looked up all the scores for the games, just because I always look at the user scores and everything. Mm-hmm. There was only one of them that didn't have that great of a score. I don't remember which one. It might have been that one, mm-hmm. but I think we got like a six or six point five. All the other ones were really highly rated. Yeah. I, in addition to these two games that I was looking at, because they're both cheap now, I was looking at Star Ocean. Um, the have last, you played that before? The Last Hope. I played Star Ocean for PlayStation. I remember you playing that. Long time ago. Yeah. But um, because I like the the Star Ocean for PlayStation, I, I was going to get it when it came out, but I mm-hmm. for whatever reason I didn't. Um, so it's, I think it's like $16 on Amazon, so I might, might get there, that. And then I'm going to add these games and just buy them when I can. So many good, cheap games out there that I, know. I, I just didn't even think about until oh, yeah. Corey said that he was doing that. I was like, that's a great idea. And listener suggests we yeah. we take listener suggestions oh, God, yeah. for older games that we, we take might it to heart. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to play Darksiders. I've already decided. Yeah. It's on OnLive. Is it? Yeah. I don't know, man. OnLive's rough. I got to get a better computer and I just love having the game with my Xbox. I agree. I agree. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that's that's the one roadblock to cloud gaming. But mm-hmm. anyway, physical copy yeah, I, yeah. I forgot to mention that was in the Exer Gaming uh, posts. Yes. So, um, also on the Exer Gaming post from Val, my my wife, she said, "Yes, please get Dance Dance Revolution. I would love to play that game." So, I will take that into consideration. She had another comment. I don't know. Yes, if you saw it. uh, it's on episode twenty six, which is next generation games. Next Generation, yeah. She said, I know I'm a little late with this, but here are some things I would like to see in new games. One, I'd like to see an improvement in face recognition technology so characters like the ones in Skyrim and Star Wars Zero Republic would look like the person playing them. I think girls would really like this, but probably guys too. Two, I'd like to see more 2D games. You've mentioned how funny it is to watch me or Anne-Marie try to control our Skyrim characters. I think it is an example of how men, by nature, are generally better at spatial reasoning than women. I know myself and Anne-Marie, along with many of our female friends, simply adore Super Mario Bros. game for Wii. Besides it being a great game, because it is Mario, I think the 2D aspect of the game makes it a bit easier and therefore more enjoyable to play. There are many women gamers who are extremely good at 3D games, but I think women who don't have a lot of time to play games or don't devote a lot of time to gaming would be much more more willing to try and devote time to 2D games. I thought of this comment when you said they were making another 2D for Mario. Mario 4. What? 3DS. For the 3DS. Yeah. Which is weird because it's the 3DS developed right. by Nintendo. Yeah. And Mario's <laughs> making a 2D game. Yeah. Or yeah. Nintendo's <laughs> making a 2D Mario. Well, whatever. But she's probably right. Yeah. As far as the 2D goes, I think. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't even necessarily, it's a guy girl thing. I think it's uh, just people who don't play a lot of games yeah. would have a much easier time playing a it's not as intimidating yeah, it's two more intimidating to play a three but i think there is some she did say that men are better at spatial reasoning and i think there yeah. is some scientific evidence to back that up yeah i i told her um just to look into some arcade games because there's a lot of good 2D mm-hmm. arcade games um i suggested limbo mm-hmm. i was just going to say that um i played the demo for limbo a couple weeks ago and it was amazing yeah uh just a 2D game 
Very simple color palette. Yep. But incredible. Yeah. Trine is another one, I think. Trine. Is uh is Trine's fun, Dan. You you guys Trine. would probably enjoy playing it. Together. You can play it okay. too. Yeah, it's co op. Um it's good fun. Braid the, the Trine is, two is. Is Braid two D? Yeah. Braid's two D, right? Yeah. Okay. That's puzzle. A lot lot more puzzle. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't really suggest Braid to a newcomer to mm-hmm. games. Oh, it was a little more complicated? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You should try trying. But th- okay, I will. I'll, I'll at least down the de- download the demo yeah. and, and give it a shot. But yeah, there's there's quite a few 2D games on the Xbox Live Arcade and the indie games that I think would appeal to people who aren't necessarily gamers. Yeah. I think there's going to be a 2D renaissance, really, because, I mean, all 3D is is... Uh, demonstration of technology. It's like yeah. we have the technology to do 3D. Let's do 3D. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything in terms of a better game or anything. Nope. It's right. just a way to make games. Agreed. Um, I would be interested for our our listeners that have a wife or girlfriend. Are there any games that you play with each other? Yeah. You know, just you know, for examples for us because video games. Yeah, because I've thought to myself, like, what would my wife enjoy playing with me because like i said she's only ever really played mario and skyrim yeah yeah the only thing me and the wife have really played together is like guitar hero yeah i think that's i think that's the only thing the sims it is frustrating though because that's having more experience it's pretty frustrating when i'm know what i'm doing and she kind of doesn't yeah i i can't help but get pissed off right (laughs) and the sims is not single player sorry i was gonna say what? You can play on the same network. Have houses in the same neighborhood. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Get with the program, Dan. I don't, I don't know that I could play The Sims. It's more fun than it sounds. Yeah, no, I know. It is more fun. I have more fun making it, building a house. You've never it. played it? I've played The Sims. Oh, the okay. first one. Yeah. You guys want to go buy The Sims tonight? We can have this, live in the same neighborhood. <laughs> I, that sounds awesome. Let's do it. I brought my wallet this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a inside joke because whenever we go places, we always say, "Hey, let's go grab some food." And Will's always the one who doesn't have his wallet. We tell him if there's one thing you always have on you, it's your wallet. Bring your wallet with you. Right, and he's yeah. like, "Well, I didn't know we were going to do this." And it's like, exactly. Neither did we, but we all brought our bo- brought our wallets because and our bullets, our bullets, because <laughs> it might happen. Well, I'm home, so I have no excuse not to have my wallet. Right. So, <laughs> no good excuse anyway. Right. Okay. All right, moving. Thank you for the feedback, yes. everybody. Um, we appreciate it. Always like the feedback. Uh, Will, why don't you go first with your news? My news article is on Kotaku, and is this the most daring Pokemon ripoff Japan has seen? Uh, basically, this article is talking about how Japan is the first to mock Western developers for making a Pokemon-esque game, but this time they developed a game. Uh, homebrewed, the article says. It's called Pokedan Monsters is the name of the game, and it features over <laughs> 1,000 monsters. Is that why you picked it? Because it says Pokedan? Pokedan? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a good point. I, even I Pokedan that. every chance I get. I'd Pokedan if I could reach him. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'll have to poke a will instead. Wait, so this is a, a, West, uh, a Western? Is, no, uh, Japan was like always uh, mocks and ridicules people when Western developers make Pokemon games. Right. But this time, Japan... A company in Japan has made a Pokemon-esque game, and they love it. Has copied the Pokemon formula. formula. A thousand monsters. It's called Pokedan Monsters. Which po- Poke means like pocket-ish, yeah. right? Because Pokemon was short for pocket monsters. Mm-hmm. And they said the title or the title is very similar. The art style and monsters resemble Pokemon exactly. 
the first comment is silly Zynga. You should not. <laughs> you should not copy Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because me and Corey started doing Zynga pitches on Twitter. Yes, uh, please. If if you have an idea for a Zynga pitch, uh, post it and then say hashtag Zynga pitches. Because me yeah. me and Corey have fun doing these. What was the one you had today, Will? Just for an example. Uh, let's make a game that takes place in an underwater city called dot 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 capture. That features big enemies called Big Mamas, and they protect little brothers. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag Zynga pitches. Zynga pitches. Perfect. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I do not, I can't understand. Like, the last uh, sentence says, and next week it should come out in America. Well, let's just see. That's up to the Pokemon's attorneys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see how that, that would be able to fly if it's art style similar. It depends on what G- Japan's copyright laws right. are. Yeah, I don't know. As long as they make Poke Dan Snap, I'm all right with it. <laughs> you, well, I'll send that to them. Thank you for the Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> for the <laughs> Wii U, I probably won't be buying. I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I'm okay with exact ripoff. I mean, like the whole Zynga thing. I'm okay with it. Like, I don't think there should be a law that you know comes down and all of a sudden the government Stops can them. outlaw yeah. that game. But I just feel like, I mean, it sucks for the smaller developer. Well, in this case, it's it's Pokemon. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not, not a small developer. developer so Pokemon's like, still going. Really, Pokemon's who cares? made their money. Yeah. That's a good point. When you put it in that light, I was like, eh, how can they do that? But now that you said it Yeah, like people that. can do whatever they want. I just, I, I like people to, the consumers to be in the know. I want them to understand, like, this is a complete ripoff of this other game. Yeah. Unfortunately. So Which is our job. That's <laughs> Yeah, so be, so be aware when buying it that it's a ripoff. Yeah. Don't get Dream Heights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't buy it. Don't support them that's, for copying. Yeah, it's stupid. And that's how things should work, you know? Yeah. Oh, they copied this other game that's maybe better. I don't know. I haven't played either of them, so I don't know. But um, people should be able to take that into account, mm-hmm. which I said that's our job jokingly. But really, I mean, it kind of is for us to report on that and say, this is what's going on. Yeah. Make your decisions based on it. Yeah. yeah. We as the media, the gaming <laughs> gaming media. The ins and outs of gaming. Uh, you did mean we specifically, right? The uber popular. I did mean us specifically. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I, I, that's what I thought. Okay. All right, uh, Eric, why don't you go with your new story? Okay. Mine is uh, the article that I tweeted from our Twitter, which is capital TS Athletes, um, entitled, this is from IGN by Mitch Dyer, entitled, Opinion, Call of Duty is boring and needs to change. It's time to reboot the franchise that needs it most. Um, I'm just going to read one little... <laughs> quote from it that I thought was hilarious and I'll get a little more into it. He says, Activision has become the industry equivalent of a crank dealer and we've become junkies too strung out to do anything about our problem. (laughs) Which I thought was funny because he's kind of right because as much as I say Call of Duty sucks, I did buy it (laughs) this year. Yeah. And I never play it. It sits there (laughs) <laughs> like a heroin needle in case I need a fix, <laughs> you know? I let yep. a friend borrow like a week after I beat the so campaign. So your friend got his fix then. Yeah, and I and got it, I got it back. You got your fix today, didn't you? Uh, I didn't play it today. I played it two days ago. Maybe. Okay. Did you throw it in some bleach before you used it? <laughs> oh, I'll talk about Clean it. Clean it off. I will Sterilize the bejesus out of it? <laughs> you don't want to get hep C from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm just going to go through each little <laughs> paragraph because he actually lists things that he'd like to change. Yeah. Uh the the first one is he wants to ditch set pieces, which will I'll have you talk a lot about. Um, he calls them the wow moments of Call of Duty. Yeah, I don't know. Just I feel like they're stressing stress, uh, 
stressing like explosions and big over the top moments, you know, constant action. Where they make it almost it's just too often. It's too often, yeah, exactly. Like uh for example, <laughs> increasing explosion radi- radius for uh it was Danger Close in Modern Warfare two, I have no clue what it's called in Modern Warfare Three. Just like stuff like that with the grenade launcher and just firing off rockets and I don't know. All the explosions everywhere. It just gets old. His it's, last last sentences for this paragraph, we've seen a lot of this and are ready to move on to something beyond being thrown on our ass every 15 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's too much. No. It's on 11 the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, that brings me to another point that he made. Uh, stop trivializing violence. Mm. He's, he, he pretty much says, like, it doesn't. There's no thrill of being able to take a human life, which is kind of weird to say, but I guess that's right, yeah. kind of part of first-person shooters. Um, but he's saying like the whole game is huge explosions, killing people in the streets, yeah, you know, mass stuff, execution, yeah, yeah, pretty much, and it's just enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It takes away from being able to put a bullet through a guy's right. head. You know what See, I mean? Which is why I like Battlefield because getting well, kills are much more rare. That leads me to another one. <laughs> He says how games like Battlefield... He, he says that Call of Duty needs to reinvent multiplayer mm, since Call of so. Duty 4 came out, which he even admits, and we were talking about before, Will and I, um, was an awesome game. Yeah. Which I always go back to... I always ask Will, is that the one that had the map Overground? Because I loved that map so much. Mm-hmm. And I loved sniping in that game, and I got so good at it. And I'll never forget playing that game. There was... Go ahead. Call of Duty 4 and World at War are by far the best Call of Duty. I spent so much time with those games, and they're just the most solid ones in the series. Was well, Call of Duty 4 the first Modern Warfare? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I actually played that one, too. That's Not online, but I played, I, yeah, I played, I played single, single player. player. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, you played the multiplayer when you played it. It's great. Yeah. My favorite memory was in Overgrown. There was a building over near where one of the start points was, and I used to sit up in the window and snipe people. So this one time... Everybody on the other team tried to come up and get me because I was just picking people off. And I'd set up claymores, so that would kill one wave of them. Like, two, three of them would come up at a time and die. Mm-hmm. And then I would just move strategically <laughs> around the yeah. staircase and be in a different spot. So when the next wave came up, i just pick them up. Right. I literally must have gone through 20 of them before I got killed. I nice. Just, I always remember that. That house is called Grandma's House, by the is way. Is it called Grandma's That's House? What the community calls it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, he says get with the times where games like Bullet Storm, which I've never played, it's um, a vehicular combat game, I think. Okay, he does mention vehicle combat, uh, yeah. Battlefield, and Bioshock. He yeah. says they've experimented with interesting new ideas to expand, where Call of Duty has done nothing. Uh, yeah. Man, what's the interesting new idea that Battlefield brings? Well, the, all the vehicles, vehicles. Yeah. played it. Sixty-four players, Halo. huge maps. Halo did vehicles. Halo is up sixteen. Yeah. The, People. Halo is more of the futuristic. That's true. Unrealistic okay, yeah, shooter, so like, like modern warfare. Right, with, like you, with, like I would right. be more of a realistic shooter where you guys are more Halo. Yeah. You know what I mean, fan yeah. fan wise. Yeah. Um, but he kind of says what you were saying with Madden, how you could just release it and do an update mm-hmm. for you know half the price or yeah. whatever. Yeah. At this point, that's all they're doing. They're just putting out a few maps and charging you full price. Yeah, exactly. But they, people pay it. That's the problem. They, they do. Well, that's what they're, you're saying that's with the, being yeah. junkies. You know what I mean? There's literally one good map in the new Call of Duty. I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't played much of it. I really haven't. I'm level 18. Um, let's see if there's anything else I wanted to point out. No, that, that's probably enough. I mean, we've beat on Call of Duty quite a bit. So. What, what would you call that phenomenon, though, of, you know, everybody knows it, but, like, one person buys it, and Heroin, then everybody yeah. buys it. You know what I mean? 
Like that's there's got to be some psychological. I didn't buy it. Well, you know what? Like no, you I and know. I would never buy those kind of games. No, I just kind of I tend type. to get caught up in hype around video games. I yeah. really do. Like, I think that's a lot I, of what it is. And I, mean, I like I like to like things too. Yeah, I want to like things. Yeah, yeah. I usually, like the Wii U. I usually do like things, and I probably would like the single player Call of Duty. The single player, but I don't. Good. It's I don't. Way too short. I yeah. just don't have enough time to sink into the multiplayer to even bother buying trying. The game. It's yeah, not worth it because that's, that's I'm not going to buy the buy Call of Duty for a four and a half hour campaign. Exactly, it's, and then be done with it. That's right. what I did, and I'm like, why did I do that? So I don't play online really, so there's no reason for me to own that. That being said, Dan. If you'd like to borrow it, <laughs> I you should play the single player. I probably I will, like it. I probably will play the single player. Um, you'd have to. Well, you don't really even need to. Forget it. What's I was that? gonna say catch up because I do like the characters in the Call of Duty campaigns, but it yeah, really I matter. haven't played. I didn't play Black Ops or anything like that. I it's uh, Black Ops is not tied with that's the modern the Warfare. Treyarch one. Yeah, the Treyarch. Uh, the only character that I didn't play Modern Warfare two either. I just played the first Modern Warfare. That campaign was kind of boring. The only recognizable character in Treyarch was Sergeant Ravnov, and that's about it. Okay. Well, yeah, but I I tweeted that article, so if you're interested, you should read it, because I think he makes some good points, and I think everybody, even Call of Duty fans, would agree that they should probably do something different at this point. They should not buy the game. That's the only thing that's going to make a difference. I can't bust on them, because I bought it. Yeah. 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 Told you not to. I told both of you guys not to buy it. Well, it's a hype machine, man. I understand. I fall into it. Like, and the, well, the problem is, you guys like playing those games, which is fine. Yeah. They're good games, for the most part. No, it is, it's a good game. Right? It's a solid we'll formula. formula. It's a oh, solid yeah, formula. formula. It works. Yeah, okay. But if, you know, if everybody else bought it and you guys were the only two schmucks that didn't, who would you you'd have nobody to play with? Right. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. Well, like I said before I bought it, I said I like the games, I just don't like how people play them. Yeah. Yeah. People camp, and, uh, which 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 kind of leads into my news article. Hit it already. Yep, go hit ahead. it. Uh, well, anyway, hang on. I, if you hear me typing, I'm trying to do show notes. The first time we're doing show notes, so I'm trying to keep track of the time code and what I'm talking about at the same time. Okay, so my article is titled "X Video Game Attic Shares His History," or excuse me, shares his story and a way out. And this was written by Carly Gelsinger at the Boston Globe. In the first paragraph reads, I'll kind of dramatize it for you, Matthew Spadaro had nowhere to go. He had just been kicked out of his mother's apartment that summer morning in 2010 and was lost in his hometown, his pale skin and brown eyes smarting from the sun. With throbbing temples, Spadaro wandered the streets of Quincy alone in a blur until he checked into Father Bill's homeless shelter. I felt like a drug addict coming off of his high. His addiction was, in fact, video games. And I have a few problems with this article. Because what it tries to say is video games are like drugs, and they're a problem, and that problem needs to be addressed. So I pulled out a couple quotes from the article that just kind of really make me sick. Um, This one, Spadaro's story of video game addiction is not uncommon. Many children of the 1980s and 1990s who grew up playing video games are still playing today. Oh, my God. I kid you not. (laughs) Oh, boy. Wow. Where was this written again? Uh, the Boston Globe. If, oh, if, I had, if, go. I, okay. if I had had a little more to drink, I'd be spitting bullets right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, another, another one I pulled out. A 1998 London study found that video game use releases dopamine in the frontal cortex, a neurological pathway creating an effect similar to that of cocaine use. Since then, 
subsequent subsequent studies have found other neurological similarities between video game use and drug use. And then there's a quote from some doctor that says, these games, game companies are designing virtual heroin and no one is saying anything. <laughs> oh, good God. I kid you not. And I'm no chemist or scientist for that matter, but I do know that dopamine – I mean, you guys probably know. Is you the, can get it from a lot of things. It's the body's reward system. Yeah. It's the chemical that your body releases when you're experiencing pleasure. I get that when I eat pizza. Exactly. <laughs> cocaine artificially activates the pleasure centers in your in your brain. Yeah. And that's why cocaine releases dopamine. Yeah. Right. But if you like playing video games, if you get pleasure from playing video games just because of how you are, it releases dopamine. Well, some people get that from exercising. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when pleasure, yeah, exactly. When pleasure is organic, uh, do- like, yeah, like I said, like playing video games or exercising, dopamine is still released. Yeah. It's just cocaine is worse because it artificially activates right. the pleasure center. It's not necessarily something you like. Right. It's fake. Right. Um, gambling, marijuana, and sex are three other examples. They're, they're bad things, but they organically, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> In you know whose what world I mean. are those bad things? You know what I mean. All right. Addictions to that <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. are yeah, bad yeah. things. Okay. Um, that's, I'll, give, I'll give you addiction. That's organic dopamine too. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not saying that the people that have these addictions to those things shouldn't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm right. just saying you can't liken video games to cocaine right. and no. heroin. Right. No, you can't. You really all. can't. Um, and one thing. It talks about how after high school he he was playing video games twelve hours a day, and he played. He went to college, but dropped out because he thought the real world was boring, and the only thing it he is. had fun. It doing. is it exactly, is, yeah. and like I feel the same way. I'm bored with real life in a lot of ways. Real life sucks. But what I trick myself into doing is getting pleasure from completing things that I need to complete to get through my day. Yeah. Like when I apply for jobs because that's what I'm trying to do right now. If I do enough of it, at a certain point, I'm like, yeah, I feel pretty good about that. All of a sudden, I'm experiencing pleasure. I get some dopamine. So and you might as well be doing if, cocaine. If you're telling me applying for jobs is like, <laughs> you know, like doing heroin. I don't even feel like you need to justify it yeah. to no. that point. Because, no. Right. Who wrote this article again? Uh, Carly Gelsinger. What a stupid bitch. Who is- <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I'll go that far. Who was the doctor that said it? it's like video games are like? Uh, I only got his last name. It's Doan. I didn't get the well, last stupid of his name. Bitch. I mean, the thing, the thing is, is different people get get pleasure from different things. Exactly. And whether or not it's a good thing to do or not, it's it's none of their business. It's, first of all, exactly. And second of all, you know, so, like I said, some people get a lot of pleasure from exercise. Yes. Some people get pleasure from watching movies. It's called Runner's High. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which I experienced to a certain extent. I really enjoyed my time running. Yep. I'm actually going to be able to get back into it pretty soon but that's beside the point it's just i mean games are meant to be pleasurable yeah just and i I wrote in my notes every consumer product ever is designed to to be be enjoyable yeah because they want to sell it they want people to like it they want people to want more it's just the nature of business if i bought a couch that wasn't comfortable and i didn't want to sit on it why would you buy that couch it's it's funny you say that because in the article there's a guy from microsoft that they called to comment on this thing and he's like Chair companies design comfortable chairs yeah. because they want people to sit in them. <laughs> what the hell is the difference? Exactly. And, uh, yeah, so that was pretty funny. But, huh. that's yeah, that's funny you said that. Okay. But it's just it's just really depressing that games get this rap. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's with anything. like. And you get the the people that just eat that up and they're right. like, oh, God. Oh, my God. It's, so it's, like, it's like heroin. It's an epidemic. Oh, dear. Well, it's because our country's made of stupid people for the yeah. most part. Yeah. People yep. believe that bullshit. It's just, the, it just comes down to certain people have an addictive personality, mm-hmm. yep. and certain people can't stop gambling. And, again, I'm not faulting them. I understand they have problems. It's fine. And it's fine to get help and it, whatever. 
but or even if they don't want to get help, yeah, even who if they don't, gives a shit? exactly. Not um, Ron Swanson, Dan. No, it's just it. Just don't liken video games to drugs. It's it's a totally different thing because it's artificial versus organic. And I mean, come on. I love pizza just about as much as anyone can love pizza. Yeah, but you know what? Right now, dieting is more important to me. Exactly, and, I, and I'm giving up pizza because you don't have the addictive personality. I do. I do. I really had a problem with pizza. But you know what? It's more important. And Dan, that's one of my favorite things about you. Uh, I really did. I'll just let that ride. Do, do you, no. Do you remember my apartment when I first moved in? The stack of pizza boxes that reached the ceiling? Yeah. I do, too. Papa John's, Pizza Hut, you name it. I had a stack Dan, from we, the floor to the ceiling of pizza boxes. We can call him a kind of of delivery pizza. Yes. Do you want to talk about it a little bit more? Oh, no. I'm over, <laughs> I'm over it now. But, you know, those are my young, crazy days. When I ordered pizza every night. <laughs> when when things got real out of hand at Dan's apartment. <laughs> oh, they were out of hand. I'll tell you. But sometimes I didn't finish every slice. <laughs> Until the next morning. <laughs> Until the next morning. When he was able to hold off on that last slice of sausage and pepperoni pizza. Uh, you know it. There was no holding off. He passed out before he could eat the last one. <laughs> I passed out with my hand in the pizza box there would have been a couple times where i'm like man did it finally happen did he overdose <laughs> is dan okay did he overdose and vomit uh, from eating that's too the much? thing we're not all gonna stand around and shake our heads at dan eating a ton of pizza you know it's not like i had the strength to get over it exactly It took some oh, work, but, Lord. you know, I did it. Oh, my stomach hurts. Well, anyway, this guy says that he got his wake-up call after his mom threw him out, and he wants to start, like, a 12-step Alcoholics Anonymous program for gamers, I'm which is t- fine. We I'm, should go to it. See, I think that guy would get addicted to anything. I think, like you said, the addictive <laughs> personality. People have addictive personalities, yeah. and they can't. If yeah. he had gotten into gambling, it would have been the same thing. Mm-hmm. If he had gotten into... Porn. Porno would have been the same thing. Right. It's just who yeah. he was. Yep. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the willpower to kick it himself. Yep. So, I agree. You know, it would have been anything. To each his own. I mean, it happens to right. people. It's right. Just, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's good that he realized it and decided he wanted to get help for it, but I don't think they can attribute that just to video games. No. You know? Not at all. It's so. not artificial. It's not like heroin. It's not artificially releasing dopamine into your body. Right. It's because you like it. Right. And there's lots of people that play video games for the first time and then never want to play them again. Yeah. You don't see that with heroin. Well, I shouldn't, I mean, I'm not speaking from experience. I've never done anything like that, but from what I hear. Don't look at me, Will. I've right? never done heroin. <laughs> I'm looking at all of you. Isn't, isn't that the one that if you me. do it once, you like always want it yeah. the rest yeah. of your life? You yeah. always well, crave it? The only reason I, I don't know, but I've heard when I listened to Howard Stern, Artie Lang was mm-hmm. a heroin user. And he said, he's like, there's nothing that could ever compare to the way I feel when I do heroin. Right, yeah. Hmm. But, and yeah. he tried to kill himself. A bunch of times because of heroin. Right. Oh, boy. So it's a bad one. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, I've watched a ton of Intervention. Yeah. You guys ever watch that show? <laughs> no. It's depressing, man. You ever want to feel really shitty? <laughs> watch some... Well, I shouldn't say I can't watch that stuff. There's been some ones where I was laughing pretty hard, too. <laughs> when the girl was addicted to... Uh, <laughs> what's that stuff? The spray that you dust with? Pledge? No, no, no. It's just like... It's duster spray. Oh, Yeah. I know Air cans about. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to just like do whatever it's with like those. whippets. Yeah, <laughs> she, would, she would buy like twenty cans a day. Oh my god! And just get high, and it was hilarious. Oh man! 
but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Heroin's bad news. Bad news. Okay. Time for my news article. My news article is from Deadspin.com. Football related, of course. It said, we simulated the NFL white versus black race bowl on Madden, so you don't have to. <laughs> was, Thank you. <laughs> it was by Drew McGarry um, on Deadspin, Deadspin.com. Now, what they did is they set up NFL teams because they had a listener that – or uh, not a listener, uh, a reader that, that wanted to know who would win, uh, a white all-star team or a black all-star team. So they set it up. Um, but they wanted they wanted to, to say that – I'll read this quote. It says, mind you, this question was asked without any rooting interest, without any hint of racistness. Are we clear on that? Good, because we totally simulated that race war on Madden to see who would win. How did they pick the all-star teams, does it say? Uh, well, I think they went – it had to fit into the salary cap. Oh, okay. Which is important for this because yeah. um, they had to – you know, obviously the black – team has would generally have the better all-around athletes um but they had to they had to make a few exceptions to fit into the salary cap okay um namely the quarterback for the black team which they wanted to have michael vick but they ended up having to have cam newton for cap reasons isn't a bad second choice right. right exactly um i just found a uh an issue with this one it says for defensive end Jean Pierre Paul. It's actually Jason Pierre Paul. Ooh, I won't go here. There. <laughs> Where's that from? It's uh, Deadspin.com. Ah, okay. Um, there also wasn't any black kickers at all, so they had Chad Ocho Cinco kicking field goals. Okay. And they just gave them a, a like a white punter. I think was. They could have brought back Reggie Roby. From the Dolphins. Reggie Roby. That's right. I remember Reggie Roby. Um, they, the white team didn't get any of the Pacific Island people like Heloti Nangata. Nangata? Nada. Nada. Yep. Or Troy, Troy Palomalo. They weren't, they weren't included because... They're not white. Right, exactly. Um, Jimmy Graham is apparently a half-white player. Really? Yeah, yeah, he is. He was on the black team. Wait. I don't see how that would work. Well, he was on the black team, and then Gronkowski was on the white team. Okay, but why fair. wouldn't they have like Jermichael Finley? Salary, S- the salary. The, yeah, it had to fit under the salary cap. Uh, um, the tight ends. Much. He was the other tight end. Okay. Uh for for the black team. So what, what were the other rules? Really just, just get to the results, Dan. We're digging in here. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to qualify everything before uh, I got down to the results. Can I just say the best part about that article is the how they opened? Well, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Because it's so depressing that like you that can't, they had to worry about it. That they had to even bring it up because yeah. it's like it's like doing the freaking height bowl, like short guys versus tall guys. Yeah. It's no different than no, that. No, it's just it's just fun. It's a fun thing right. that they did, and it was a at a at a reader's request. And what they did is Deadspin is part of the Gawker Media thing, which also Kotaku. So they had Owen Good from Kotaku run the actual game on Madden yeah. after they had the rosters and everything. And as I said, they were they were they had to worry about salary cap. So sure. um, the black team was ha- was handicapped at least a little bit. Uh, what was the thing? There's one other thing I, I I didn't get the chance to write all these notes, but anyway, the I, I suggest reading the article and I'll I'll actually post it on the website because it's a really good article. Mm-hmm. Um, the final result: the white all stars twenty eight, the black all stars twenty four. Oh no! 
there, so, <laughs> there so, will be chaos in the streets. Well, I mean, they, they said also, not now this is only one simulation, so you'd have to run it 100 times to get a proper average score. That was only after one simulation. So, huh. uh, The Black Holster team was thoroughly hamstrung by Madden's bullshit salary cap rules. <laughs> if there was no salary cap, then the outcome would have been ra- radically different, and I agree with I that. I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's a bowl game. You don't take salary into account for a bowl game. Right. So That's what I thought immediately. If it's an all-star game, why would that matter? So why'd they do that? Why'd they, why'd they do a salary thing? Just so they could play it on Madden. Yeah. Because uh, you ha- you would have to get the rosters all set yeah. with salary cap and everything to be able to play the game. Really? There's what? no way There's no way to do it without the salary cap? Apparently not. That's stupid. Uh, That's in franchise stupid. mode, I'm pretty sure you can turn salary cap off. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Um, uh, at the end of the article, says it's amazing how evenly matched these two teams turned out to be. One might be able to conclude that NFL's nearly perfect mix of racial makeup could be part of the reason why it has such wide appeal across our fair and diverse nation. However, I prefer to be a shitster and proclaim that Madden <laughs> is crazy racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you think about football, though, most of the – I might be wrong here, but most I feel like of the really good offensive linemen are white. Yeah. And most of the really good defensive linemen are, are black. Yeah. What about Michael Orr? That's interesting. He's really good. Yeah, but I'm like most of them. Yeah, no, no. They're like Anthony Davis for the 49ers is another. Uh, he was drafted this year from Rutgers. He's really good too. But yeah, I can go to I can go down the roster if you want a little bit. Actually, there's probably more than I realize. Good offensive lineman there. Was Wes Welker on the white team? Uh, probably, the wide right? receivers for white were Wes Welker, Jordy Nelson, and Danny Am- Danny Amendola. I had both both Wes Welker and Jordy Nelson on my fantasy team. Winners. Peyton Hillis was the running back. Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, for the black team, the skill positions, Cam Newton for running back. Ray Rice. The wide receivers were Megatron. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. Oh, he's okay. insane. I didn't know he's called Megatron. Yeah, Megatron. That's, his, that's his nickname. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Mike Wallace. I can just tell you right now, I'm way more impressed with the black team than the white team. Yeah. The center was Maurice Pouncey. Yeah, the guards he's, he's were really Brian, Brian Waters and Jari Evans, yeah. and the tackles were DeBrickshaw Ferguson and Jason Peters. Yep. Yeah, they're they're good players. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald didn't do too well this year, did he? He's got a shit quarterback, and yeah. he still did, he did pretty well. Because I had him on my fantasy team, and he did not perform to what I it's hoped. The thing he would. about receivers on fantasy teams, a lot's with the quarterback. Yeah, right. Ned Skelton. Very true. Who were the Blank. white offensive linemen? The white offensive linemen were center was Nick Mangold. Great. Yeah. Guards were Chris Snee and Logan Mankins. Great. Great. Yeah. Tackles were Jake Long and Joe Thomas. Awesome. Uh huh. I would take. Yeah. I stick by my. Prior. Okay, tight ends were Gronkowski and Jason Witten. The Gronkowski might be the best tight end ever if yeah. he keeps this up. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, the, tight, the tight ends for the black team were Jimmy Graham and Jermichael Finley. Both really good, too. Which I said. LaShawn McCoy was the, the, the backup running back for the black also team. Also really good. Yeah. That'd be, that's interesting, though. How do you think that would fare in the NBA? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not the same, probably. Dirk Nowitzki versus everybody? Probably. <laughs> It'd be close. No, not really. No, but I, the stats are all posted on this thing. As I said, I'll put you know I'll, maybe I'll tweet the article. Yeah, um, it was it was really really interesting I'd read. Like to look at and it. I, I thought it was pretty funny. They they justify a lot of things. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my news article. Cool. It was a, it was a good read on Deadspin. That was a good read. 
I thought that was interesting. I, this is actually from a while ago. It's from uh, early January, but I figured it would be appropriate for a football episode. I like I like when they do the the simulations of of real world. Like they simulated the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, the Giants won. That's right, they did with a late field goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Time expiring. So, yeah, uh, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number 28 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our What We Played This Week segment. So, Will, why don't you get us started? I usually forget you, so. You do. I, I, not on purpose. I'm I By know, this by this time of the night, I'm usually absent-minded. <laughs> this is, or drunk. Or drunk. Or drunk. <laughs> I was more drunk last week than I am this week, but go ahead. Uh, one thing I did play is NHL 12. I started Be a Pro because it's not online, so it's not ridiculously stupid. Uh, I got drafted by the St. Louis Blues first round. It's kind of boring. Pretty much boring. That's why I wasn't going to really talk about it that much. The second thing I played was a little bit more du- Dungeon Defenders. That's pretty fun gaming. Corey played a little bit of that. Oh, that's right. Will and I played it together. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week, and we tried it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more fun with two people because yeah. it's much, I don't know, it's much, much more fun fighting off the waves of zo- uh, not zombies, enemies. Enemies. It's... it's uh, eh. Still, split-screen gameplay kind of bothers me. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, regardless, just because there's that whole screen staring at me, but I only get to look at half Especially of it. Especially a game like that. Why is that split-screen? We, we were playing on the same TV. Yeah. The map's big enough that you have to run around, and you're in oh. your own separate areas. Okay. So, I just don't like how I was cutting off stuff from my screen on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit frustrating. Did we use? Did we do vertical split-screen or horizontal? Horizontal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would have been the same either way, though. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it'd still be fun to play with a lot of friends um, just on your own console. Yeah. Over the internet. Mm-hmm. You, sh- you guys should both get it. Yeah. Actually, Dan and I have been talking about that. Yep. Absolutely. I'll I, play. I played a squire. I played a mage. Will was the mage. Yeah. Nice. It's so much fun. Uh, I did that. I played more Madden online. Holding my own on Madden. I just feel like either... I blow the person out or get blown out in Madden 12. No close games. Yeah, it's never any close games. Like I said, I complained about the some stuff about it earlier, like the wide receiver AI not really trying to reach for the ball and how frustrating that is. And 
drop passes all the time. But I mean, still, it's better than Madden 11. But what I did play was NFL Blitz a lot. Um, I got it after the podcast because I figured we knew we were going to be doing the football episode. So I figured I would get that and try it out. Um, the game is 7-on-7. Seven seven. Uh, choose any team you want, just like uh, uh, Street is. Three linemen, two wide receivers, and a running back. You do not run the ball at all in that game unless you're the quarterback and you run. Uh, for the defense, it is two safeties, two corners, three linemen. And from there, only pass plays. I hated the game at first. I thought the game was so bad. The controls worked where you move around with your quarterback and you use the left thumbstick to select the receiver you want to throw to, but that's also the move button. I hated that when I did the demo. It was so stupid. I would get sacked because like, if I wanted to select the receiver on the left side, I'd move to towards the pass rush and all that. Get sacked. But I figured out just today that you could make the buttons. Oh. The icons. And I loved it a lot more. Okay. I haven't played it all the uh, other modes like uh the gauntlet blitz gauntlet everything like that which is that's like mortal Kombat challenge tower and stuff like that but it's a solid game much more fun than when uh you can change the controls around okay i would if you, i mean you didn't like it that much no not really i just don't really like arcadey football games that yeah. much but um it would be better if it, you know if the passing was how you're describing it yeah it's bxy yeah, so much better. The other way was terrible. I was getting sacked left and right. Yeah, and it was so hard to get a pass off. Yep. And, and uh, I just couldn't stand it. It was so frustrating. And I hate how you can't run the ball. I hate that. Because what point is a, is a running back? I mean, you can send him out to catch a pass, but I, yeah. why even bother having him just have three wide receivers? Mm-hmm. It and would help a, on the pass rush to be able to hand the ball off. Exactly. Once in a while, too. And uh, if Keep you don't, guessing. If you don't have a quick quarterback... Like I was the Giants and Eli Manning's not the the fleetest of foot. No, he's not. <laughs> he just got clobbered. Like I, I understand that it's not supposed to be realistic, but I want to run. You the can't ball. just not have running the ball. That's a huge part of football. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Was it in the original NFL Blitz? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. I know uh-huh. it's in Street, mm. which is why I like Street way more. Yeah. I had to choose like the Panthers and all of them to be able to run the ball because otherwise <laughs> Newton and the Broncos. Ugh. Wayne Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Fig Newton. Olivia Newton John. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all I played. I mean Isaac Newton. Nice. That's who I was trying to think <laughs> of. <laughs> Nobody could come up with it. <laughs> We're throwing out random names. But anyway, that's all I played. Okay. I mean not really that's not really an interesting okay. game. Well I guess I'll go I'll go second. Um I was too lazy one night to switch my game from Skyrim <laughs> to something else. <laughs> So I ended up buying Torchlight Yay. on the Xbox Live Arcade. Um, Corey, you played Torchlight, right? Yeah, did I loved you ta- it. Did you talk about it on this podcast? Yeah. Okay. It was it was in the, the Dark Ages. The though. early days? Yeah, the early days of okay. the podcast. Well, I won't get too much into it. It's a it's a very Diablo-like mm. game. Loot-whoring. Loot-whoring game, yeah. Um, you have your hub. I haven't played it that much, I should say. I maybe have five or six hours on it. But you have your hub world where you go... And, you know, sell your stuff and get all your quests from, and then you venture into the different dungeons. Um, but, yeah, uh, you, you know, you go into the dun- you get your mission, go into the dungeons, kill off whatever, grab grab the gear you can. The the few differences are you get, a, like, a pet, Ooh. which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, they help you fight a little bit. They also carry your equipment. Um, 
It also has the the polish of a modern game as opposed yes. to Diablo feels a little bit dated. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the controls are very, very solid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have your spell, you have your mapped, keep mapped abilities and spells on different buttons, and then you have your standard attack button. Um, I picked the, the Chicky, which yeah. she's like the ranged character, so... Uh, you know, my typical weapons are bows, and then the the handguns I really like too, because you can do oh, a do a wield the handguns. That's awesome. Yeah. So I've been thinking about getting this game. I thought about it more over the summer, but I I kind of forgot about it. Well, so. the second one's right around the corner. Yeah, the second one's right around the corner. I think the second one is going to be co op too, yep. which See? which Aww. I think would be awesome for that game. Yeah. When I saw you were playing the first one, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that might be fun to play. And I saw, oh, it doesn't have co op. Yeah, I'm not it's just one it. player. Yeah. I think co op would make the game a lot better. Yeah. Um, that being said, it is a, is it a, it, it is a fun game. Uh, I don't have really any issues with it other than some of the dungeons are a little bit repetitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, copy and paste dungeons. Yeah, kinda. Um, Ugh. but really like, it's not about the visuals in that game. Mm-mm. It's about the, the combat's, you know, pretty tight. And then it's about getting gear. Yeah. Fat so, loot. Yeah. Fat I, I, I really like it so far. It's also different in that you don't travel around you just stick to that one dungeon you just get deeper and deeper in it right yeah, yeah there's, there's a, some extra there, missions off to the side right, right there's a couple different dungeons too as far as i know okay. maybe two or three different dungeons mm. see i only recall again this was a few months ago over there, the summer there's the mine going yeah. through the main the main dungeon and then there are like bonus portals right off to the side that you could go through right there's the mine but i also think there's a crypt okay yeah, uh, I think I think you're right. Crypt actually. dungeons, so there's at least two different kinds. There's not any mm-hmm. like forest type levels, yeah. is there? Uh, not that I recall. Okay, there is in the second one though. It's a lot more open. It okay. opens up a little bit. All right. Is the second one going to be computer intensive? Yeah, it's only for no. PC. It's not going to be on Xbox. No, I think he it, means. Is it going to demanding run? resource? Yeah. Demanding. Oh no, I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. They think so. they say that they designed the first one to run on Netflix. Yeah. Sweet. I mean, that's kind of what they're going for. Yeah, to right. run, run and, and for that to run on a netbook, that's a pretty sweet game to have. Yeah, yeah it's perfect. And don't they make it cheap too? Yeah, it was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it was. Mine was twelve hundred points. Wow, yeah. which I think equates bucks. to about be, uh, equates to be about fifteen. You bucks. can get you get a lot of hours out of that. Yeah, because I mean, I think you can play it once you're done with it. You can play it again and get more gear. All right. So it's very simple. So if you're just looking for a. Uh, Hack and slash, or I mean, I shoot stuff, but you know, there's a Still. like a there's a warrior character, there's a mage character, magic character, and then there's the range character, like I I'm playing. So mm-hmm. you can send your pets to sell stuff for you. Yep, that's like helpful. you can in Star Wars. Obviously, tar- uh, Torchlight came first, but right. <laughs> there's another game that they mentioned that that came from too, where you could give gear to your companion uh, and have them sell things. The, was it, it The Witcher? Uh, I don't think so. It was another game I feel like we've played or talked about on this podcast. Yeah, I know I've seen it in the past. I can't recall, though. I don't recall now either. But we play so many games. I know. It doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. And plus, I don't have the brain power to remember it or write it down. As the show goes on, it gets later and later and we yeah, get more tired. Exactly. More it's tired. almost 11, and I've been up since 7.30. I've been up since about 1.30. So. <laughs> it's about lunchtime, guys. Come nice. on. Okay, moving on. I also borrowed Rage <laughs> from Will. Um, I'm very interested to hear about this. I wanted to get a little more into this because I feel like this game gets crapped on for no reason. Uh, really? Yes. Um, I gotta say, I do love Rage so far. Love? Uh, 
love. It's wow. it, you know, it's a good game. It's not a great game, but I do really enjoy it. Um, the opening cinematic I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. With, um, like the asteroid or whatever. Yes, I was gonna. I was going to say, I know you're my brother. Yeah. Um, you, I know that about you too, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I do know that. No, but it, it seems like you would love not necessarily the game, but the environment, the, yes. the setting of the I game. I very and, much like the setting of the yeah. game. Yeah. Very much. Um, it's, I want to say it's Fallout meets Borderlands meets Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a perfect blend of those games, I think. Um, it does nothing exceptionally. I don't think, but except graphics. I felt like it was kind of shallow. It is it is shallow, but for me it's a shooter. You okay. know, it's not I, like I didn't look at anything deeper than it being a shooter. See, I looked into it as an RPG and yeah. was it's very definitely, disappointed. It's definitely not an RPG. But uh, yeah, I, you know, you start off in the game the with the opening cinematic with the the meteor meteor apophis headed towards earth. Um, and your guy gets blasted off into space to be one of the ones that I don't know. Like I haven't gotten far, far enough in the story, but they, he gets blasted off into space to be kept safe from the the impact. And he comes crashing back down to Earth after a certain amount of time to you know to whatever is left. Um, and you get kind of attacked right off the bat, and someone saves you. And you he go for a ride in his buggy back to the city, and that's where the that's where the game starts. Um, Graphics in this game are maybe the best Xbox 360 oh, yeah, graphics, graphics I've seen out phenomenal. of any game. Um, the environments are gorgeous. The cities are gorgeous. The people, I think, are the best like looking people I've seen in a game. Yeah. Most realistic. I mean, they're stylized a little bit, but the 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 people, the movements, the voice acting, I think, is, is excellent in the game. Mm-hmm. It's how Skyrim characters and NPCs and everything were like. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've read a, l- a few comments on it, and p- a lot of people said, because it, it was made by id, um, but it was published by Bethesda, uh-huh. and a lot of people said that that would be a good engine to use for the Fallout games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Which I, I kind of agree with to a point, but the the, the 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 engine for Rage is more first-person shooter oriented, yeah. and I don't think it would work necessarily as well with more RPG type yeah. of stuff with it. Yeah, I could th- I could see that point too. Yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah, I love the environments, love the graphics, uh, the racing and the car stuff. I think is really cool. I think it's a lot better th- better done than Borderlands. So how does that yeah. work? I'm curious because I I know what Rage is about on your foot on your feet, but I don't know much about the the, the vehicle aspect of it. The well, that's how you get around from place to place. Okay. is your vehicle. Uh, there's a few different vehicles available, and there's also racing mm-hmm. inside the hub. The hub cities. Is there vehicle combat? There's yeah. vehicle oh, combat. Yeah. Okay, yes, a lot. Um, and I, th- as I said, I think it's a lot better done than Borderlands. I think Borderlands, um, as much as I like the game, the vehicle combat was not good. No, not really. Um, Average at best. Yeah, it was hard. It was very hard to do by yourself. Whereas I think in Bor- uh, Rage, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to do by yourself because the the uh, homing missiles, for one thing, and then the the machine gun fire kind of tracks yeah. the guys that you're fighting against. So, you know, since it's little a little aim assist. Yeah, it's, since it's a single-player game, at least that version of the... Is there co-op in it? There's multiplayer. Right, but that's only the racing, right? Yeah, it's only racing. I don't know about co-op. I don't think there is. Okay. I'm, I'm, I wish I had the game box with me. Cause I could be wrong, though, yeah. The, would the co-op only be racing, too? 
I couldn't. I have no clue. Yeah, what it would be. Okay, but I mean, I've read about Rage that the further you get in the story, the more dull and boring it gets, mm. and, and the ending is less than stellar. But I mean, so far, I really like the game. Um, the at the shooting action is really good. It's by mm-hmm. Id who made Doom and and Quake. Yeah, Quake. Uh, so the. The, yeah, the first-person shooter aspects of the game are really good. I think the the weapons are cool. Um, there's equipment in it, and I think that's the, the RPG elements you're talking about. There's kind of equipment you have to keep track of, uh, different bullet types for the different guns mm-hmm. that do different things. Um, you know, uh, it's definitely not a great game, but it's a it's a good game. And if you go at it as just a, being a shooter, I think you. You'd probably like it. Mm-hmm. Dan, I brought up the GameSpot yes. uh, review. Mm-hmm. It got an 8.0 from GameSpot, and the users gave it an 8.2, okay. which is higher than I thought. What did sure. they say they didn't yeah, like about it? Well, you know how GameSpot does the good and the bad? Yeah. The good was remarkable visual design, which Yeah, said. the graphics yeah. were incredible. Um, charismatic incredible. characters. Yes. Yep. Characters were great. Um, enjoyable array of weapons and items. Yeah. yeah. Speedy and gratifying vehicular action. Yeah. For the bad, all they had was the story isn't strong enough to make you care about the conflict. Okay. Um, and a lot of people said that the ending in the comments, a lot of people said the ending sucked. Yeah. Uh, haven't gotten that far yet. So right. I, hopefully, I'm hoping to beat this game by Tuesday because Tuesday is when Kingdoms comes out. Right. I'm not going to play oh, Rage. no, I forgot about that. I'm not going to play Rage once Kingdoms comes out. So I'm, I'm my goal is to have it beaten by this weekend. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you the full report, hopefully by next episode on, on the, yeah. the finishing of the story. I want to hear the spoilers um, the, of everything. The okay. only other thing that they had under bad was you must remember to save manually or oh, risk losing everything. I'm glad oh, you yeah. reminded me of that because the save thing is awful. Uh, it, it's like Skyrim. Like it only saves when you leave or enter an area, Ugh. it feels like. Mm-hmm. And a couple times I did die and lose a significant amount of progress. That's part of the reason why I stopped playing it. Yeah, but they do have this system... Um, where you because your character's special it has they have a defibrillator like built into their heart so if you die once i mean you can upgrade it eventually and, and if you die once you can do this like mini game with the thumbsticks and and revive yourself mm-hmm. thumbstick we'd athletes. be good at yeah. that yeah thumbstick athletes <laughs> so, so, so that helps so once once you revive yourself you gotta wait for that to recharge um so you just have to be careful until then or you know, like if if both of my my defibrillator things run out, then I'll save my game and make sure I'm very careful until mm-hmm. and th- until they recharge. So, but yeah, that that was a huge issue I had with the game was the bad saving. Like Skyrim, though. I mean, yeah, a, a lot of the user comments just says it's a good shooter, but not much else. Exactly, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit deeper than like a Call of Duty, but. It's not nearly as deep as Skyrim or Fallout or Borderlands, even. Yeah. So, well, I remember when we originally we all I remember we watched the trailer for yeah. it in here, and we're like, "That looks awesome! Yeah. We're all going to get that." Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then we found out that there's basically no RPG elements, right. and we all kind of were just like, eh, "Yeah, well, yeah, meh." It's 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 a long story, like story kind of st- yeah kind of story based shooter, right? Is it there's like a hub world, right? A, a central. There's a few different places oh, where okay. you go, but yeah, um, the I'm in the second like hub world that you go mm-hmm. to, so it's not just in one spot. Like I don't know if there's more after that or not, or if the game right. completes in this second hub world than I am. But there's a few different settlements you can go to and get missions and stuff. Okay. Um, some people complain that it was really linear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main story may be kind of linear, but there's a bunch of side stuff you can do. Um, 
there's always, you know, if you run around and talk to NPCs, there's tons of side missions that you can do, at least from what I've experienced so far. So, right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great, uh, not great game, but, but a good game so far. Hmm. Um, it's definitely a play. If you have a friend that has it or a relative that a borrow, yeah, we'll let you we'll let you play it. Definitely give it a try. I don't know if it's a buy unless you can find it cheap for yeah. right now. Yeah, but so far I'm really liking it. I'll have to try it again then. Yeah, if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. I mean, it's not it's not for everybody. See, it was hard because all these games were coming out at once. Yeah, during the, the fall, and I was like, I gotta play everything. Yeah, what do you remember exactly when it came out? October fifth. Uh, Is that what it was? October something. Did something come out like right? October. Something came out right before or after that. Dark Souls? NHL. Rage. I think October 5th. I'm not really sure. October 4th. 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 That's I mean, pretty close. I know Battlefield was coming out a little bit later that month. Yeah. I was still playing Dead Island at that point. Yeah, I mean, it got overshadowed by the other stuff, definitely. But I I, I don't think it's... I think it's probably deserving of a better... Better than 8.0. think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so far I'd give it an eight point five, probably. I- IGN gave it an eight point five. Yeah, that's mm. probably what I'd give it. <laughs> a seven's a bad game on IGN. Come on. Ugh. Well, we'll, well get into yeah, that we'll get minute. into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Okay. So yeah, that's all I have so far. Like I said, I I hope to have it beaten by next week, because after Kingdoms comes out, I'm probably not going to play it for a while. So. Yes. Yeah, are you guys all getting Kingdoms? Yeah. Yep. All right. I'm not going to get it then. Okay. Why? What? I'll save my money for something else down the line. Maybe Twisted Metal or something. All right. You know, Corey. I'll play one? Will's copy. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I was gonna say if you could just get an Xbox. Yeah. Then you could share it. But... Nah, I'll just play Will's copy. Right. You're gonna be able to play it. I gotta get that stupid research paper for at school le- done. At least it's not an EA game, so you don't have to worry about the stupid online pass. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say I think they have something having to do with that, but it's I not an online game. I think they do too, game, actually. So. Something. Yeah. God, I hate that. They did play a part in that game. Jerks. Yeah, yeah. Did they? I think they did. I think you're right because there's the whole Mass Effect three tie-in. Oh yeah, it right. has to be because if you with the pre-order gear. it, you get the free Mass Effect three. Yeah, funky jive. <laughs> I don't like that. No, it's stupid. That upsets me. But yeah, Rage is id software. Um, published by Bethesda. Check it out. I'm surprised Bethesda let that one go. EA was one of the publishers. What do you mean, let it go? Do you guys know Kingdoms of Amaluras from Kurt Schilling's yeah. yep. company? Yes, I did. I didn't know that. It's his first game. 38 Studios. Yeah, he's been doing it for how many years, and it's his first game to come out? I don't know. When did 38 Studios come into play? Like six years ago or something like really? that? Really? Really? Wasn't he Schilling? pitching six years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah. yeah, definitely. I don't know, but I knew. I do know he was a big fan of EverQuest. Yeah. Because I'd always try to contact his character. I actually have a friend who who knows him on EverQuest and talks really? to him. Yeah, okay. Two thousand six, thirty eight studios came okay. about. So, and this is their first five years. Their first product, six years. Uh, said when they came out, they were focused on the MMOs. That's right, because Kingdoms of Amalur was originally supposed to be an MMO. Really, and then who, whatever studio stepped in and was like, mm, "Come on, let's get this down," and they mm. changed it. I can understand because he was into the MMOs. Yeah. I think it's cool that he, you know, took his money from playing baseball and decided to start a video yeah, game company. Him. Did you guys see what they're doing with the DLC for the people that buy it on the first day? Because there were issues with the demo on PlayStation and PC, they're going to give people a code for the what they were going to have as the first DLC. Yeah. Really? Because there were issues. Yeah, Kurt Schilling. 
came That's out and good. said that good publicly. for him good for him i hate kurt schilling though by the way Wow, that bloody sock. Oh, my God. The stupid bloody sock. Not just oh. that. He's a complete douche. <laughs> I forgot that he played for the Red Sox. Yeah. He was the, a big part uh, of that I, debacle. I just always think of him as a Philadelphia Philly. God forbid Di- he, your sock He screwed the Yankees over twice. If you remember when he was with the Diamondbacks with Randy Johnson, oh, that's I right. I put that. I put that on my brain. Yeah. In my mind, he's a Philadelphia Philly. Philly <laughs> did he and play that's for it. the Phillies? Yeah, he I didn't care. Did he? I don't remember. I think he played thing. most of his career for the Phillies. Did he? I'm pretty I think sure. So. Wait, click his click his name for 38 Studios. Kurt Schilling's a dick anyway. The guy had blood in his sock. What game was that? It was catch up. It was stupid. It was he had. They're like, oh my god, his sock is bleeding. He has blood and his, his foot is bleeding, and he is still out there pitching that game. Yeah. Like they made such a huge deal about. It. I'm like, it was Joe Buck. I'm like, BFD. My sock bled when I was in kindergarten walking to school. Like <sighs> it's what yeah. happens when your shoes aren't broken in. He took the Phillies to the World Series in '93, won the World Series in 2001 with the Diamondbacks, and in 04 and 07 with the Red Sox. Okay. Postseason record of 11 and two. Wow, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. How many years did he play with the Phillies? Good chunk. Yeah, I, feel, I, I think so. Let's see if they break it down here. Oh, yeah, they do. I think it's more towards the bottom. The don't stats, bring me down. He started with the Orioles, actually. Really? He huh? played with the Phillies from 92 to 2000. Okay. He played with the Orioles and the Astros also. Hmm. I knew the Astros in the back of my head. I just remember him as a Philly. I'm only going to choose to remember him as a video gamer. There you go. Because yes. I hate the other part of his life. What about Philadelphia. No. No, nah, I'm not a fan of the Phillies Yeah, I was going to say, Dan, you shouldn't be a Philly fan. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But, you know, they're in the Amer- in the National League. Who gives a crap? Yeah, I guess. So, anyway, who wants to go next for what they played? Eric, go ahead. All right. Let me just pull something up here real quick. Uh, I'll just talk about FIFA for a second. Um, I finally got to Division Two in my head-to-head seasons. All right. All right. Came down to my last game. Thank you. I do feel like an applause is worthy there uh, because that's pretty hard. Um, I got to Division 2. I haven't played any games in Division 2 yet, which is probably a bad idea because FIFA is one of those games where you got to get on a roll. I was going to say you don't want to get rusty. I'm probably rusty right now. Um, but, yeah, I also – another cool thing they do is every so often – I don't know what the timetable is, but they start a cup tournament, and there's a – it's like tells you the cup window is open for so many days. So you enter the tournament. And it's a 16-team tournament. Um, I had never gotten past round two in it. I just couldn't. I don't know why. I just couldn't get past round two. And I have played in nine of them, and I finally won one. Hey, all right. Congrats, man. I couldn't have been happier. That's exciting. Yeah, actually, Jeff, my friend Jeff and I were playing FIFA. He was playing at his house, and we were in a party, and he was losing every game. And I was winning every game. It was just so funny, like, hearing him talk about, man, I got to get off here. This is awful. And my last game, the championship game for the cup, um, I beat the guy six to one. Probably one of the worst players I've ever played against. I don't know how he made really? it. Huh. And it's, that's four games you got to win. Yeah, four games in a row, and it breaks down the table and shows you everybody's path to the championship game. He beat. He wasn't. He was using Bayern Munich, who's like a really slow team. They're good, but they're slow. It's a bunch of German guys, and he beat Barcelona, I think, who's. The best team in the world, but really fast. He beat him five nothing, and I'm like, mm. whoever he played has got to be awful. Yeah. Well, it could be the kind of thing where he handed off the controller to his eight year old. That's sister what I was thinking because he was really bad. Yeah. I was t- just tearing him up, but yeah, I was super excited. Congrats, I man! I finally did that. Um, also, 
I played a lot more Assassin's Creed 2, thanks to Will letting me borrow it. Um, I know when I first started, I really didn't like it, and I almost decided to stop playing it. And I'm glad I didn't, because I really love it now. I told you. Didn't you buy it? Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah. I'm letting you borrow Brotherhood and Revelations. Oh, all right. Come time. Yeah. I've lost track. But anyway, yeah. um, I really like it. I just... I'm trying to remember where I am right now. I think I just got to Florence. Is that... Yeah, that's one of the Mm -hmm. cities. Is that a little further in, though? I just killed Jacopo de Pazzi. I vaguely remember it. Okay, there's like a bunch of guys you have to kill, and I killed all of them, and I just moved on. I just... Leonardo da Vinci just moved to a new city. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're probably... Oh, I just did the mission with the, uh, where you have to drive his cart. Yeah, yeah okay, that's I remember that now. literally where I stopped this afternoon, but that was really cool. Yeah. I told you you'd like it after that first hour. The yeah. first hour is brutal. Yeah, I I love how you upgrade the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been pouring a ton of money into that, and yeah. I'm starting to get some dividends, bringing in some big bucks. Um, Lots of florins. I love the glyphs that you find. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the puzzles for that, that, while they're not very hard, it's still pretty cool to do. Um, yeah, there's just a lot to the game. And I like being an assassin. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I like you know? ha- hanging out with the courtesans. Yep. <laughs> and then sneaking out and stabbing somebody and then yeah. jumping right back into the courtesan yeah. group. I highly suggest people play it. Yeah. I'm excited to play the other two. Yeah. I, I told you guys earlier, I was m- trying to map out what my plan of attacks going to be for video games coming up. I want to beat Assassin's Creed 2 before Kingdoms comes out next Tuesday. You uh-huh. can probably do it. Yeah, I, th- I think so. It took me longer because I tried to get every achievement. Okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, oh, that's the other thing. I really like the Assassin Tombs. Yeah. Where you find the Those seals. awesome. Yeah. One of them. Man, I was having a bitch of a time. And I kept falling down. You know how like, some of them you got to keep going up and up and up? Really high up until yeah. like that... Uh, dome type area that's the one i was in i think and i kept falling and i died a couple times i was like oh when you beat it you got that little shot of dopamine yeah (laughs) it was either that or i'd been doing cocaine all day i don't know which it was but yeah everybody should play it and i'm excited to play the other two so i'm gonna beat that i want to play kingdoms until i either beat it or feel like playing something else um what did i say after that bioshock yeah i'm gonna redo bioshock i want to play bioshock one so, yeah, that's my plan of attack for those. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a lot to explain why I like Assassins other than that, but hopefully in the future I will. Yeah. Um, so I bought Soul Calibur Five the day it came out Tuesday, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I beat the story mode, which doesn't really call for a round of applause because it took me three hours, if that. You still beat it. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, it's getting kind of low reviews, like Will said, and I. the only reason I can think, because I really like it, the only thing I can think of is that because veterans of the Soul Calibur series are mad, because I, I, from what I understand, I might be completely wrong, that they took a bunch of characters out and put new ones in, mm. and people don't like change. They like their old players, and yeah. it'd be like taking Scorpion or Sub-Zero out of Mortal Kombat, yeah. I guess. You know? I would be pissed off, too. There would yeah. be blood. Right, so there's that. I mean, the story mode, it's your basic good versus evil, you know, going to find a family Kill the bad member. guys. Yeah, exactly. Destroying the evil weapon, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Um, I. That being said, I thought the story mode was cool. I, I was into it, and... The, the reason it took me three hours, I was breezing through it, and I was like, ah, this isn't bad at all. You know, I can fight these people. I got to one of the bosses, and I literally 
tried it 20 times before I beat it. <laughs> and then the, the final two bosses, I had to lower the difficulty because there was no way I was going to beat it. Every every battle, well, most of the battles are best of five series, first of three wins. I was beat losing 3 nothing every time, mm. not even coming close. Huh. Um, so, yeah, that's all I need to say about story mode because the, the best part of this game is multiplayer, Yeah, obviously, because it's a fighting game. And I love how they do the online multiplayer. My favorite thing to do is to get into. Do you do you remember what what it was called? I don't remember. No. The mode online. I I can't remember exactly what it was the called. The one where the top two people fight, and then yeah, the other ones. Basically, three or four watch. You can you can pick what area of the world you want to play with. So like I always do North and South America. I want to stay away from Japan because I don't want to get thoroughly romped on. <laughs> they love their fighting games, you know. Yeah, they do. So I always pick North and South America. Um, you can pick whether you want voice chat or not voice chat. It's cool to do voice chat because basically you get in a room with six people. Uh, the guy that creates the room starts off with the guy below him. And the winner of that fights the next guy in line. You just keep going in line. And you can watch their fights while they take ah. place and, and commentate on them and talk about them with the other people. That's pretty cool. Really awesome. Like yeah. game lobby. And I, from, I haven't tried all the modes yet. That's the only online one I've done. But I loved it. And I guess there's bigger ones where it's like a ton of people in a room. Ooh. And uh, somebody described it as like a orgy of fighting game or something like that. <sighs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, I really like it. The graphics are awesome. Yeah, they are. All Incredible. The, f- the fighting environments are so cool. Like, there's one in particular that I remember was on, like, a battlefield. It made me think of Lord of the Rings where, like, <sighs> it was just kind of devastated from battle. And just gray and bleak. Just gave you a feeling of no hope. Is that the game with weapons? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love that about it, too. Yeah. The weapon combat is awesome. Yep. Although, some of them I felt kind of cheap. Mm-hmm. The ones that can reach you from far away is a pain in the ass. Like, I think it was Ivy I was fighting. That's the one I tried 20 times to mm-hmm. beat. Um, yeah, she kept hitting me from so far away. And in that game, you cannot be a button masher. You have to know what you're doing. Ooh. And... Yeah, it's not for beginners. And another complaint that I've heard about the game is they don't teach you how to fight in it, and they they really, really don't at all. Story mode, there's no tutorial at all. Um, Which, it didn't bother me, but that's a complaint that I've been reading. Um, Because you can do practice mode, which is fine. I mean, there's tons of different ways you can set practice mode up, too, to have your opponent fight you, not fight you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, One thing I did here is there's no lag or latency for the online. I fighting. had none whatsoever. And when I watched you play, there seemed to be none. Yeah, nice. smooth, smooth as silk. Uh, yeah, the character models are great. They, I mean, everything looks awesome. There's been no complaints about the way the game looks at all. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I like all the characters. That's really yeah. cool. Who was yeah. your character of choice? Uh, well, the story you you play as a few, but it's based on I can't remember his name. Some guy. Yeah, Greek guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Starts with a P, I think. Um, online, I like the idea of using Raphael because he's like a... I described him as an elegant pirate. Nice. <laughs> uh, he's nicely dressed with a sword and he yeah. has some sweet moves, but he's really hard to use, at least I've found. I liked using Ezio. He's the, I guess, guest character of this mm-hmm. one where Yoda and Darth Vader Darth were Vader. in the last yeah. one. Uh, but Ezio's pretty cool. He has ranged attack with a... Uh, little bow on his wrist mm-hmm. and uh along with his swords and daggers and all that stuff but i i honestly haven't played a lot most of the i've probably played five characters so i want to play a ton of that 
before Kingdoms comes out. But I've been just getting my ass kicked online. <laughs> so well, a lot of the people that play it probably are oh, veterans yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah. the Soul Calibur series. Still, I really like it. I I would give it if I had to give it a number, I'd give it at least an eight, probably an eight so far. Mm-hmm. You don't buy a game like that for the story, yeah. right? You know, pretty Whatever. interested in getting it. Yeah. That's, Shaq Fu had a sweet story cool. mode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, th- I think it was IGN's review I was reading of Soul Calibur. They said after Mortal Kombat's story set the bar for fighting games last year. Will? Yeah. Had the a good story. The story was pretty good. Really? Okay. How do you even pull off story in a fighting That's game? That's what I was wondering. Wait, did you, did you, you watched play me it. play it. And I watched you do that fight over and over again, but I didn't watch you play anything else. <laughs> Don't bring that fight up. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the story was, memories. was pretty good. Yeah, but like... Hardest like, boss fight ever. I... I'm in the process of writing a review for it, and I said in the review that I have nothing to compare it to because I don't play fighting games. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a reason that I would give it a higher score. It's all new to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't have a connection with the old fighters or anything like that. So Except Tekken. Well, Tekken. Tag. That was so long ago, though. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, it's hard to... But, yeah, I like it. If, if you like Soul Calibur, I think you'll probably like it. The online, the way they set it up is great. Really user-friendly. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. That's what I played. Very nice. All right, Corey, what do you got for us? I played Final Fantasy VI, which I already mentioned a little bit. We won't discuss that further. Uh, I'm going to keep playing that and hopefully pull out some more things I don't like and we can talk about them. I think that's fun because three three of us, anyway, love the hell out of that game. Uh Uh, But anyway, I also played Tales of Fantasia, which is another SNES classic RPG. Uh, The first thing that really stood out to me was that there was, Eric mentioned there was no tutorial in Soul Calibur. There was no tutorial in Tales of Fantasia. Um, so it's, it's your standard medieval fantasy role-playing game from back in the day. Uh, I played it. I probably got like three or four hours in. I was craving, I couldn't wait for Final Fantasy, Fantasy 13 2 to come out and I need something to fill the gap. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll pull up another classic SNES game that I had. And it was Tales of Fantasia, which I hadn't played before. Um, basically the story goes, you're this little dude and you get this pendant on your birthday and come to find out that pendant's super important, oh. and your dad's like, what? That sounds familiar. I think I might have played it briefly. It. Yeah. Uh, your your dad's like, here, I need to tell you about this pendant. Meet me back here after you go hunting. You go out hunting. Sure enough, the town gets attacked. <laughs> your parents get killed. Oh. Uh, that's not a spoiler because it happens right at the beginning of the game. Yeah, you're out hunting, and the, the town's alarm bells ring. Um, that's whatever. But a couple interesting things about that game. Because uh, I don't want to talk about it too much because I didn't really like it. It reminded me. It made me think of all the reasons why I love Final Fantasy VI for the that day. And what I came up with mostly was the characters. Because um, when Tales of Fantasia starts, the characters don't really have a backstory. The, the, they do a little bit, but not the main character. The characters you're playing as don't really have a backstory. They're right. blank slates. And that's not very compelling. You don't really no. care about them. Right. And the set piece, like I can think of several things in Final Fantasy VI that just stick out in my head because they were so cool. Like, I mean, the ghost train, um, the scenario, choosing the scenarios. Yeah. And, like, Tales of Fantasia just didn't have that. They didn't have that extra thing that was really interesting. Um, but one thing it did have was a vocal soundtrack, Ooh. which is weird for a Super Nintendo game because the the audio, whatever it is, it's not, like, MP3 format or anything. Right. It's, it's, like, old. Yeah, like, wave file or whatever you know it's not a lot of frequencies not much can happen uh but it was also in japanese so couldn't really understand what they were singing about but that was cool um another thing they did was interesting was their combat system it wasn't your typical jrpg what it what it was i forget what it was called but it was developed by the company that developed it which i can't remember who that was either 
uh, called the linear battle si- linear motion battle system, and you're on a 2D plane, and you're in a row, one, two, three, your characters, and you ran back and forth, only controlling the, the character who's first in line, and that's how you fought, and you pressed a button to do a basic attack and another button to do a power attack or your special attack or whatever. So that was a little bit different. It wasn't like turn-based, you know, like most JRPGs are. So that was cool. Another thing they did was they have what's called the food sack. And you get your food sack. And if you come across food um, in your inventory, you take the food and put it into your food sack. And every time you take a step, depending on how much food is in your food stack, you gain hit points, which is really cool. Because if especially those RPGs is the only way to heal was to, like, use a potion or, you know, sleep in a tent, or which is stupid to me, like... In the real world, not that these games are anything like the real world, but you'd you know you'd heal yourself up as time went on. Yeah. So that was cool. And uh, one thing that really pulled me out of the game is after I did some stuff. I, I won't spoil the story because a lot of people love the game, and there's people that haven't played it. Although I probably could at this point; it's 15 <laughs> years old or whatever, more than that. But I went into this chapel in this one town, and they were doing the freaking Lord's Prayer, like Our Father who art in heaven, how will be like. This is a video game we're playing. And it made me think. I heard an interview with Ken Rolston, who is the lead designer on Kingdoms of Amalur. And he was saying in that game... Or was he saying that? No. It was actually R.A. Salvatore that wrote about it. I read this online. He wrote about when you're creating a world, what what you want to focus on is coming up with a creation story for that world. Yeah. And And not use the one we already have. Right. And what happens within that game is drawn from your creation story. And that's the best way to start a world and everything. And I'm thinking, the Lord's Prayer, like, that's so us. Like, I don't want to play this anymore. Yeah. And that's about the time I decided I was done with it. Really? Yeah, there just wasn't much memorable, memorable about it. But anyway, yeah. still, still, I mean, I guess it's a decently regarded classic game. And like I said, the battle system's kind of cool and different. So if you're looking for something a little bit different, go for that. Yeah. Uh, the other game I mentioned, Hit the Ice, which is a Super Nintendo hockey game. Uh, rectangular Rink? Ooh. <laughs> Rectangular. Really? Corners. Which, <laughs> corners. Actual legitimate corners. Legitimate corners, which means if you fire the puck into the boards behind the net, it's just going to sit there. It's not going to skirt around the boards like it should, which was cool. There's no rules. Two players on a team. I played <laughs> as the New York Blues versus the somewhere, I can't remember, Whites. <laughs> I don't know. There's no checking. What you think? Okay, all right. Two on two hockey. You're attending your boards. It's probably just going to be like Bill Lambeer's. That's you know exactly something like that, like combat basketball. No, it's like there's no checking. There's just like gentle shoving. And uh, it's like you're watching the Sabers play. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, exactly. I couldn't. I couldn't really get what it was all about. I didn't play it very long. I played it maybe half an hour. Um, and had enough. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I don't really know what <laughs> what's going on here. So I'll just put this aside. Uh, but I was look again. I was looking for classic games to play, so I played that. But the big one I played and the one I couldn't wait for is Final Fantasy XIII-2. One of my biggest criticisms with the first one, aside from its 30-hour tutorial, was its story. <laughs> I couldn't wrap my head around it. Most people would disagree with me on that. They would say it had an awesome story, um, but I couldn't. So one thing I really liked about thirteen two was on the startup menu, it had a beginner's primer, and it ran you through the story of thirteen just to catch you up. And what I wanted to make sure is I wanted to make sure I knew what was going on so I could, you know, judge this game fairly for the story and everything. So I followed the primer. I did my homework and everything. Um, Without getting too much into the story, basically what happens is one of the characters, Sarah, from the first game, wakes up and her sister, Lightning, who was also in the first game, helped them save the world. 
And uh, she is with them after they save the world. But Sarah wakes up as if out of a dream and feels like she didn't really remember that happening the way it did. And then all of a sudden she thinks, maybe, wait, maybe my sister isn't here. And basically what happens is there's time paradoxes. Time gets all switched around. And it's really – the story is so convoluted. And that is my biggest criticism of it is I just have no idea what's going on because you're time traveling. I was going to say – a lot of things I've come across with time travel involved in them do get very convoluted. Yeah. And I think of the show Heroes mm-hmm. with uh, Hiro Nakamura being the time traveler and just the plot getting so screwy because yep. of that. And that's that's exactly I f- it. I feel like the only show that's really done it well is Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but and, anyway, and continue. Well, the, it, it it is very convoluted because yeah. uh, like your character's memories change yeah. and you never know like – which memory is the correct one. And one of the big things they keep saying over and over again is if you change the future, you change the past, which normally it's the other way around. Yeah. And like, it's like, okay, so we're doing this, but like stuff we do in the future changes the past and then the past will change. And it's so confusing and up its own arse at times. (laughs) Like, but I don't know. There's something, there's something very captivating about it. And it is definitely one of the better JRPGs I've played in a long time. Yeah, uh, it's still it's it still feels like Final Fantasy, which is good because that's what I want. Right. And thirteen didn't feel that way. Um, it takes place three years after the events of the first one, and like I said, the character Lightning no longer exists. The game actually opens with her in this place called Valhalla, which is this m- mythical place where time doesn't exist. Like time is you know beyond that world or whatever that's fairly standard uh mythology yeah yeah so i mean that's that's all well and good and she sends somebody from the future named noel to get light uh sarah who is her sister to come find her and help her and save the world and noel is actually the in the future after the calamity that the world is about to end he is the last born human he's the last person last child to be born um, so that's his motivation for help. And that was another criticism of the game I read, that the characters weren't sympathetic. You couldn't sympathize with the characters. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, that's probably true, but I don't care if... I don't have to sympathize with them. I just have to be interested in, right. their, in their story, in, in what's going on with them. Yeah. And I really am, because there's kind of a love story, because Sarah was engaged to Snow from the first game, and he's absent for at least the beginning of Final Fantasy XIII 2, and you come to find out why and where he is... But it kind of feels like Noel is kind of falling in love with Sarah. So there's a little bit of, uh, you Romantic. know. Yeah. Triangle. Like all my children. And that, that's really compelling to me because it's really interesting. Yeah. And I started thinking, like, some Edgar Allan Poe stories, the guys freaking murdered people. Like, you didn't have to sympathize with them. You just had to be interested in yeah, their story. Yeah. So I don't really buy that as a criticism that the characters aren't sympathetic. They don't have to be. You can be just as interested in them if they're not. Uh, a couple cool things they do do in do do it again do do. Uh, they have what's called mm. live triggers, which are your dialogue choices. And I talked about it in the demo a little bit. If you you know the example I used was if you're going to fight a boss, you can either fight him head on or you can find a way to weaken him and take him out. But mostly what it is is just dialogue between two characters, like what you want to ask a certain character or yeah. bring up in conversation. And apparently there's like a right one and a wrong one, which I kind of like because if you pay attention to the story and you know what's going on, you know which questions to ask, which allows you to choose the right one. And if you do, later on you'll get like an item down the road. And I guess it changes the story, which is really interesting for a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. 
because I guess the narrative kind of changes a little bit depending on how you do these live triggers. Huh. So there's different, a lot of variations. The there's story. a lot of variations. But what they also do is if what you can do. Okay, so you start off in your time period, and then from that time period, each each level is its own time period. Like you go from the set time period, which is three years after the events of the first game, to five years after the events of the first game, to ten years after the events of the first game. And depending on, within each of those worlds, there's different gates, which leads to different times. And depending on which gates you unlock, you can unlock alternate universes, like alternate timelines, that are the same time period, but different things happening. And you can travel back and forth between all of them. And that's where it gets kind of confusing. But one thing you can do is if you play through it a certain way, and you unlock the gates. So it's only almost like multiverse type of thing. It really, yeah, it really is. And you can see on your map because there's like there's not like an overworld map, but there's a diagram of all the different time periods you can go to. Uh-huh. And you can see the timelines like there's one up top and then like the years are all the same across the timeline, but there's, you know, different yeah. um branching paths. Yeah, branching paths depending on the universe the the stream you you follow. Um but one interesting thing you can do is after you beat it you can you can use an artifact which resets the gate and you can play it through the whole level all over again which is interesting for a final fantasy game and you can choose different things within what i said the live triggers you can choose different options to unlock different things and unlock more gates to go to different time periods and streams and stuff like that huh. so that's cool and you can jump yes. which is different for a final fantasy <laughs> game yeah finally uh the way the battles work is they are random but what happens is you have mog with you so if you're walking through the world and a monster just shows up out of nowhere, which is what they do, you have the Mog Clock, and it's this little thing at the bottom of the screen, and um, it, the first section is green, and then it goes into yellow, and then it goes into red. So you can run away from the enemy and not fight it. it dep- if it's not a fast enemy, you can run away from it easily. Um, or you can attack it. Well, it's, if, it's, if you attack it while the clock is still in the green, you get a preemptive strike, yeah. and you get a free attack, and then you attack from there. I if like you attack that. them in the yellow, it's even. If you attack them in the red, or you try to run away and you can't get away, um, you can't retry the battle. That's one of the things. I don't know. You guys didn't play the first Final Fantasy thirteen, right? No. Yeah, if you did, you could retry. If you're playing a battle and you're like, this isn't going my way, you just press start, hit retry, you can start all over again, which is a cool thing. But if you try to run away from the enemy and you can't, you can't do that retry. That's the penalty you get Makes for sense. doing that. Yeah, uh, one of my one of my other criticisms of the game is one of some of the characters don't really follow how they behaved in the first Final Fantasy thirteen, which kind of took me out of. Out, I I can't really talk about it because I don't want to spoil it. Because I I still think, despite all the weird time travel stuff, I still think it's a pretty good story. Right. Okay. Um. Right now, I'm in this place where I can control the weather, which Ooh. is kind of cool. And there's this machine that, depending on how I pull the levers, I can change the weather from, like, four different things. Which is kind of, that's like a Final Fantasy-like thing. Yeah. Um, depending on what the weather type is, the enemies change and stuff in the level changes and stuff like that's that. That's awesome. It is, it's a lot different from 13 in that it's not linear at all. There's so much you can do and so much to explore and items to find. And I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but I'm sure I'll bring it up in the coming shows. And I, I got a casino ticket. I have no idea what it does at this point, but I'm assuming there's a casino somewhere. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of monsters to train and level up, and, I mean, that's a big part of it. But I'm loving it. 
Sounds good. Yeah. I want to play it. I'm actually kind of intrigued by Me the too. by the time travel you, elements in this game. Do you need to know anything from Final Fantasy Thirteen? No, uh, it gives you the thing, right? Yeah, there's a primer you can. It, oh yeah, you're I right. mean, to really enjoy it, yeah, it it might help to at least know what's going on. I, I'm sure people that played it will enjoy it more because they know the characters from the first one. You can probably go on YouTube and see a background of the <clears> whole Final Fantasy Thirteen story. That's because I'm interested in that. It seems and awesome. It is. It is really polished and it's really snappy. Um, they fix some of the load times with stuff, and you know, it just runs like a great end of generation role playing game. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> it is an end of generation at this point, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm I'm really hoping. I, I mean, I'm not sure how this is going to wrap up, but I, I really think they could do a third one, Final Fantasy thirteen three, complete the trilogy. Yeah, that'd be interesting because this game I, is a lot better than thirteen yeah. in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to get it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> Which, we know what that means. Yeah, but not with Kingdoms coming out. Yeah, that's true. I'll probably get it, but it's going to be a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kingdoms. Because I got Kingdoms, and then UFC comes out the week after. Yeah, Kingdoms is less than a week. Oh, my God. So. I'm hoping to have it beat by then, although I'm not going to get it, so well, get Kingdoms. Yeah. Okay. But, well, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about it next week when... I've hopefully beaten it by then. Right. So we'll see. Yeah, that's how I feel about Rage, too. Because once Kingdom's coming out, I'm not going to play it, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm going to be starting a new game, too. Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh, uh, yeah. Hopefully I can get that beaten. Yeah. Like I said, focus on the main story. You can go back and do all the Riddler stuff later. Yeah. That's the thing about Final Fantasy is I talk about... You use what's called fragments to unlock the gates that travel you from here, here and there. And there's 160 fragments. And I have like 22 fragments, wow. and I'm 12 hours in. So there's quite a few. Yeah, but I'm assuming so. you don't have to get them all. Um, some of it's probably a lot of cool side stuff, which yeah. I'm sure they added because people complained that there wasn't in the last game. Right. So, Well, I like side stuff because it's stuff, you know, if people don't care, mm-hmm. they can just power right through it and yeah. ignore it. But people like me who like to experience mm-hmm. a game for everything it was meant to be. Yeah. Can, it's can all about exploration. Yeah, it's like it's it's finding something that you feel like nobody else has found. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How are the graphics? Good. Yeah. A lot of they don't even do uh, Final Fantasy thirteen did a lot of cutscenes mm-hmm. to cinematics, and it doesn't even have to do that because it looks so good just in the gameplay's engine. So that, it doesn't do that very much. That was always one of my complaints about the <clears throat> Final Fantasy games that I played. Mm-hmm. Was there was too many cutscenes? Yeah. It was like and, a movie more than a game. And that's another criticism a lot of people have, but it's like you can skip them. And they do a really good job with the data log, which is like the encyclopedia of knowledge. You know, if you if you really want to catch up, just read the data log. Mm-hmm. Which I've I've read every data log article I've gotten, just because I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Human interest. Yeah. Our new segment. Yeah. Go ahead. This will only take thirty it. seconds. Uh, we are doing a new segment at the end of the podcast, a human interest segment. Uh, a lot of news programs do their human interest at the end because it's usually something cheery and cute and it leaves everybody with a happy feeling so that's why we're doing this um (laughs) (laughs) last week snow ice and wind grounded 50 alaska airlines flights did you guys hear about that no i didn't hear about that oh you did hear about that yeah yeah i i have a coworker that has family in alaska so oh okay uh, among updates. those stranded at the Juno International Airport was a Lego robotics team 
whose participation in Anchorage's Nugget Mall Robotics competition the next day was negated by the cruel weather. Uh, that That's too bad. Um, according to Junior, Juno Empire's Russell Stigall, the Lego Robotics team talked and played video games <laughs> while waiting out the weather. Nice. So I don't blame them. I hope you guys get on your flights and everything's okay up there in Alaska. Yeah. Wish <laughs> we would get some snow. Yeah, I'm pretty fine without it. Yeah, uh-huh. me too. Uh, I would be, but my dog likes to play out in the snow, and it's a lot easier because he gets muddy. That's true, he does. And the, my backyard's a freaking swamp. Yeah, mine too, but... So, well, Should we say what the human interest segment is really for? <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, now that you've brought it up. No, we were just looking for a way to expand our reach, and we don't have a download in Alaska yet, so... <laughs> <laughs> Alaska, here we come. <laughs> Hopefully after that. Yeah. Bye, George. So, yeah, that'll do it for episode number 28. Uh, Amazon, if you're ordering anything from Amazon for your sweetie, if you're ordering your especially, like, diamond jewelry, <laughs> feel free to use Amazon. And, anything and, pricey. And, and, yeah, and click through our Thumbstick Athletes banner. Or, you know, just a stuffed animal. That's fine, too. We, Whatever. uh... We didn't say what the last song was. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. We should credit that because we will get sued if we don't. The the song that you heard in the last break was by the song by Dancing Willow called Wind That Shakes the Barley. So that was our, yeah, it's a good thing you reminded me because I thought of that just Mm. a second ago. It's my personal favorite of the three. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was a good one. And I already forgot that that I hadn't credited it. Well, it take, takes whiskey and ginger ale mm. to put it out of my brain. That'll do her. So, yeah, that that's it for episode number 28. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.